I have almost reached the regrettable conclusion that the Negro's great stumbling block in his stride toward freedom is not the white citizen's counselor or the Ku Klux Klaner, but the white moderate. And welcome back to WTF and Bonadil. I'm Spicy Ryan, and I can't remember what was said or what you threw at me, but please tell me why with... The Fox Danger. And today our car is in the front yard, and I'm sleeping with my clothes on because we're going to be talking about Red Mage. Yes, yes, those things are related. Because I came <laughs> through the window last night, and Fox was gone. Oh. Gone. <laughs> gone. That sounds accurate, though. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been a minute, and I have missed Fox, but we are doing the... The thing we always... I wanted to say doing the do, but I fucking hate Mountain Dew. And we're doing the thing that we've always said we'd one day do, and that is Red Mage. You know, for what an avid gamer I am, like, I also hate Mountain Dew. I yeah. think that's, that's a star of circles. <laughs> so. so if someone told me that they were in the clan, or they told me they like Mountain Dew, I would look at the guy that likes Mountain Dew and be like, you know... Well, original favorite Mountain Dew. Like, I like Baja Blast. Like, I, I mean, I, I fear I would drive over a basketball court for some Baja Blast. So. <laughs> And I'm not saying it's good to be in the clan, it's terrible, but I'm just saying, like, I can I can reconcile that. I can't reconcile the Mountain Dew thing. <laughs> it's fair. But let's dive right into it, and later on, I will talk to you, Fox, about all of your adventures. <laughs> all of them? Man, all I wish I lived an exciting life. <laughs> sure, man. So, right, so. We, there is no outline for this today, but Red Mage has a bunch of random stuff, and Fox has always been a Red Mage, and I have not. Yeah, um, I will tell you right now, I did not care to write an outline. So, <laughs> But um, basically, I, I just kind of wanted to cover, well, we needed to do this job eventually. Um, we are coming up on the end of the jobs that we can do. And I, I just kind of want to cover like what this job really does. I mean, a lot of people know what it does, but they never really think about it and how it really applies to group play. And then, of course, there's go probably going to be some long-winded diatribe of me being upset with red mages and how they're sub ninja good night everyone stuff like that yeah i mean <laughs> yeah i i think my take on sub red mage will actually surprise people because i always come off like i hate it but um it usually just has to do with the player <laughs> what subbing red mage or subbing ninja on red uh subbing subbing ninja on red okay mage. i was just making sure um, i yeah my, my take isn't going to be what you think it is but yeah it's uh it's a thing whole thing um but yeah i guess we should uh we should overview the job you know i've been a red mage a while but but you haven't um, yeah my, my take on red mage is about as deep as my my beard today that's not expired okay so i guess let's just start with you know shit that matters right current content like when you invite a red mage to a group why do you want it there generally i want a red mage for its enfeebling uh, or maybe it's enfeebling i mean it, it can do some other stuff but generally it's enfeebling sure yeah some caring it does have an A-plus skill in Enfeebling for a reason, and, you know, it is the king of doing that. So, yeah, that's, that's typically most people's takes um, when they want a Red Mage in the party. Now, the Red Mage is attending has an entirely different take on it uh, most of the time, because they think that they're going to maximize every facet of Red Mage um, when they bring it to a group, and they're going to do it in a very narrow way, because the moment content occurs, they usually pull out their sword, and that's when you know the Red Mage is about to fail you. So, um, unless it's like a specific strategy or anything like that, like the red mage is a mage first and a melee second, and you can really save the day by bringing like some DPS to the table or anything like that. 
but you generally have more dedicated slots there that are going to do a better job as long as you do what you're there for first and foremost, um, because you're going to help them do their job better, if that makes sense. So that's going to be kind of the the running theme of this job, because I see a lot of people mess it up. <laughs> and uh, you don't necessarily have to go to the extreme camp where it's like, oh, well, you know, I'm only a mage. I only stand in the back line. I only cast. Uh, no, you should be using every tool that's available to you. It's just you have to know when to use that tool. You know, when I work on my car, and it's technically a foreign car, like I don't bring my uh, my non-metric, you know, tools. Like I, I bring my, my metric tools because I know that that's going to fit the job I'm about to do. What do non-metric tools look like? Is it like sticks and stones or, or one of those like hammers standard, that you hit something with and it goes squeaky, squeaky? It's like standard like inch measurement instead of millimeters. That's the real thing. They, the tools look the same. They just don't fit the bolts. You know, she asked about measuring <laughs> inches, Fox, and I said, I don't fold in half for anybody. We're doing the metric system. Ooh, that's how you trick them. <laughs> I, I metered the expectations. Right. Red Mage is a job that, sort of like Blue Mage, although it, it typically isn't as useful in a lot of things as, as Red Mage is. And I, I say that with a big asterisk because Blue Mage can be, of course, very good. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, we, we use it for Odyssey where people generally don't. And like on Kalunga or something, B25. And mm. much like Blue Mage, where I don't want to invite that, or like Puppet Master, where I don't want to invite that job, despite Red Mage having more uh, clearly defined uses than those other jobs that are a little more uh, versatile without solid boundaries sometimes. Red Mage yeah. is a job I don't want to invite, even though I want to bring the job. There's plenty of times <laughs> I want to bring the job I don't want to invite red mages because for some reason, uh, Crocia Moors and Sub Ninja aside, even if it is appropriate, <clears throat> um, we're getting this off our chest early. <laughs> some, oh, it's it's going to be a, a touch and go theme. It's going to keep trickling yeah. in. You know, it came in through the window last night, then it'll be gone. And it's just a job that people, for some reason, they just fucking suck at it. And it's like you would invite them, and they either just stand in the back and do like nothing. They don't keep Dia or Hase up, or if they do. They're like not using cure ever. They're it's, just kind of like waiting for something. Yeah, it's just it's it's like it's like the most intermittent playing, and they, they like either they always want to be in the front with end spells because they're so excited to be able to be like that cool. I play different Final Fantasies. I want to live my dreams with you know <laughs> failing everyone, or they just kind of like there's some really good ones you find that's great, or sometimes the strategy just doesn't like it, it involves aspects of Red Mage like maybe Frazzle or Silence or something, and then the Red Mage doesn't have much else to do. A lot of times they just won't find something to do. They're just like, eh. Or just maybe... Find just, yeah, there's t there's plenty of things Red Mage can find to do, which I'm sure we're going to talk about. And even if it's yeah. even if find to do is not the correct turn of phrase there, it, it's still a job that has well, a lot yeah, of tools. That's an important point. That's a really, really important point. Because like if your Red Mage has to find something to do and it's not like strictly beneficial to the group or or it's not like specifically planned for, then maybe you just built the party wrong. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't have a red mage. Like, may maybe you should reevaluate like what healer you have. Maybe you should reevaluate what DDs you have. You know, because like the red mage, there are situations where you can melee. Like, it's perfectly fine. Yeah. Like, Ambuscade comes up a lot where that's the case. It does have malignance. Um, but it's just not all the time. And uh, and and yeah, you you should reevaluate like like what you're using and what slots for your party. Like, red mage is a hybrid job, which means. You can use it to stretch a a certain like aspect or aspect of your party further than you would normally have by filling it with like a dedicated slot that's going to do more for that dedicated reason. 
So like it's not going to do the damage of a dedicated damage dealer, but at the same time you're going to be able to like be able to heal your party, right? And you shouldn't be afraid to heal your party. So what if your parse starts starts lacking behind? Like if you are meleeing, that like you still have that tool. That tool is there for you to use, and your party should be balanced in such a way when you make it that the red mage should be doing that for you. So I, I know it's been a while. You know, but just an example. I know it's been a while, but I feel like from the blue mage episode many blue moons ago that yeah. uh curing instead of being the guy chasing daddy's love was definitely a theme that came across and i think red mage <laughs> melee is going to be that same sort of theme coming back where it's like you know you do have cures and you do have gear that can make that cure better than you know a summoner's gear yeah but i mean you see him do it all the time and like the most the most notorious content is probably dynamis oh, like you'll God. see the red mage ninja, ninja show up and that's the one that i cringe the most in because red mage ninja can do really cool things in dynamis but you have to make sure that you have all your bases covered first before you be that guy that's coming to the group as Red Mage Ninja. The and... vast majority of time when we've done Dynamis Pugs, and people, for some reason, for a Dynamis... Yeah, for a Dynamis Pug, you usually, for some reason, maybe it's just our server, I don't know, always get people going, I can come Red Mage. And then it's mm -hmm. always Red Mage Ninja. Almost, no, like, almost never is it not mm -hmm. Sub Ninja for Dynamis when I get a tell for that. I yeah. mean, it's just... I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. Um, like, most of the time... If you're going to something that's like large scale group content like Dynamis, like there's really not that many things your that you take Red Mage to anymore. Yeah. Like, well, first off, your DPS isn't needed, but I mean, more DPS is always welcome. I don't want to like say that, you know, it shouldn't be there. Uh, um, but what should be there is the fact that your, your Red Mage can do more important things. Like your Red Mage could be sub Black Mage. So your Red Mage could be sub Scholar. Um, your Red Mage could be sub White Mage. Um, depends on what status effects are being thrown around and what you need to do for your party. Um, instantly going to sub ninja means that you're 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 basically like signaling the group that that you're about to do it wrong, basically. And I watch them every single time, sub ninja, not show up on the parse, and then don't do their job. And you know you'll get the people who will argue and it's like, oh, well, I'm not that kind of red mage. I'm the one who who actually does enfeeble and stuff. It's like, well, that's cool. You know, you you really have to look at yourself and be like, are you really that guy though? <laughs> You know, I'll just call you out on that right now. You're you you probably don't. You probably get lost in the sauce and you don't use your enfeebles if you're supposed to, and, or you're enhancing magic or you know anything like that. But I I think the biggest theme the, the red mages are more well. The red mages are more impressive when they're sub black mage and they're doing really cool things, or they're like sub scholar and they're like basically like hybrid replacing a white mage. You know that sort of deal. So let, let's let, since we're on it so much instead of being touch and go, let's just completely do it. Yeah. So to add more context to what you're saying, Fox when they show mm -hmm. up and you know they're going to fail you, da, 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 is what we're saying there is that when you get to wave three, especially in a pug, yeah. when generally that's when yeah. the DPS and stuff starts falling off because people start needing accuracy. Uh, uh, you know, you're not, you can't just take your weapon skills and damage for granted. That's when the Red Mage sub ninja who's running into battle and we've had just groups where, you know, in the WTF link show and in the Discord and, and voice where I'm just saying, oh, look, do you think we're going to get to distract this entire mob? Anyone see a Dia go off? And I'm like, and people go, nope, they never use Dia. Uh, silence would be nice on this mob that's casting us, or, you know, sleep would be nice for these these pets that are hitting people, or, or the bombs that can blow up and kill people on the Beastmaster we see, pets. And, and, and we see these Red Mage Ninjas, like, not using distract, and they're trying to offhand a Thimron in this content. <laughs> Thimron? Like, it's... It, yeah, like, you think about it. 
Yeah. And even if they're not, even if they're not, they're still, they have shit accuracy generally, and they're just not in the parts that you said. So the things you'd think a red mage is most important for distract Dia, even in and fucking Dacian. Yeah. You're, you have great accuracy when you're doing your job though. <laughs> Composure yeah, gives me accuracy. Yeah, sure does. Um, <laughs> red mage, get, red mage gets a lot of accuracy that, that would surprise you. The problem is I have temper. This is that you need to give it to everyone else too. <laughs> But, and, yeah. and I guess if, if people want to listen to this podcast and have a takeaway, it's like, just, just do your job properly. Like, I get that you want to have fun and that this is a game, but like people are relying on you to also have their fun too. It's bros before being the hose. That's right. That's, that's the Red Mage's mantra. If you've learned nothing, yeah. that's, yeah. that's it. Don't be the hoe. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot of it boils down to also like how people gear up nowadays because like it seems like everyone seems to chase a weapon. And in this case, because... Red Mage can use Nagling. They start chasing Nagling, and then they want to maximize their Nagling first, and they don't, like, visit a lot of the the scary aspects of Red Mage because, like, you got to learn how magic works and, like, <laughs> what all the modifiers are and stuff. And it's like, well, if you really want to be a Red Mage, like, you want to go down this road, you want to learn why this is the case. But Fox, like, does I, Int help? Does what help? Does Int help? Int, int helps, yeah, sure. But, but, um, but at but, what point? But how much should I use? Enough. <laughs> how much like, does it, it help? depends on what you're doing it depends on what you're doing right what spell you're casting um that's the red mage's dilemma not knowing what to do there's yeah, a lot of things and, you can do and we we have like a lot of gear now like when you reach like the high end of the gear that's not really even that hard to get anymore and you don't have a lot of stat specialization like, like you did back in the day like back in the 75 era you had like completely different gear sets for like int based spells or mind based spells like that's not really the case anymore like uh you wear a lot of the same gear for this stuff, but you definitely want to make sure that you're focusing on the mage end of your gear because that is your primary thing that you need to do for your group. So that's uh, that's the point I want to stress is that you are there as a mage. Um, yeah, let's see. So order. we could oh. we could talk about content that you care about having red mage in. So okay. Yeah, because we're going to be all over the place. Yeah, I guess I guess content that's that's relevant now, right? Because so. Red Mage especially really came back for me in terms of like, hey guys, you got to get a Red Mage geared up sufficiently because we, we want a Red Mage for this a lot, was Odyssey. Yep. A Red Mage is probably the, at its best in Odyssey and what it can do and what it brings to the table. That event makes Red Mage the, uh, the you know, in 75 people call Red Mage like a god, which is just fucking cringe and dumb, <laughs> but... That makes it the, the god everyone used to call it is it's Odyssey. That's pretty much that right there. It definitely shines quite a bit because it fills a lot of roles. And it, it does that thing I was talking about earlier where it like stretches your party out, right? Because in, in Odyssey, especially if you do like three boss method or something like that, I assume you're talking about the bosses specifically. Yeah, you, I'm um, not talking about bringing Red Mage Sub Ninja to Shoal C. No, that's not what I'm on about. Even though you can yeah. take Red Mage to Shoal C because it's not really hard content at all. I've actually been trying to get my group to, to let me go uh, Red Mage sub the sub scholar to Shoal C and heal it because like I'm Good. standing there on scholar and I'm just fucking bored. And you get the, <laughs> like, the region stuff. The, there's like nothing to do. The onesies feet have region and stuff for Red Mage. So it's not the worst. It's not scholar, you, obviously, but you can you can put a terrible region on people. Yes, yes, um, region too. You can absolutely do that. Yeah, it's it's not great. I'm not gonna try to say it's great, but like if you find yourself with nothing to do on like a job like scholar in odyssey and like with how strong we are some groups that could be the case try bringing a red mage because you can bring a lot of the same defensive buffs and maybe you just have to heal a little bit more well one so. of the one of the better things that se did for red mage when they gave a composure and then later on the gear they gave it from 75 onwards because composure was mm -hmm. 75 cap 
is yeah. all of the enhancing duration that it has lets it go back to doing other things instead of casting haste every three minutes you cast haste like once every nine plus minutes unless you get that red mage that you invite that has a six seven minute haste which happens and then you feel bad that you have this person with you well i mean so i i never like duration shame people directly especially on red mage because a lot of the time the spells that you care about having a long duration don't have like specifically like potency requirements behind it so if it's a seven minute haste, it just means that they have to cast like 30% more often, right? Yeah, but then they, it, they generally don't live up to that as the problem. Well, yeah, but I mean, I, I will still give people the benefit of the doubt as much as I can. If they're there being a mage trying to cast haste and it's seven minutes, I won't care. So I won't. Um, <laughs> you know why? Yeah. Well, because if you're coming to endgame content as a red mage and you're so in itself, having a lower duration, not a bad thing. It's not like, oh, this guy's dick so limp, you better get the fuck out of here. No, having a low duration, as long as you keep things on constantly, it's the constant keeping things on. If it's not interfering with your duties, yes, it doesn't matter what your duration is. So everyone is yeah. like yelling at their their car stereo, like, this fucking guy's a dick. No, it's, if you... It's have, not like Bard. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. not like that. Bard would be a much more... Bard, ha Bard has to... The reason it matters that Bard has longer things in some content is so that you can stretch soul voice further. Like Red Mage doesn't have a soul voice equivalent to what it does. Yeah, but when someone is coming to endgame on Red Mage and it's so easy to get enhancing duration gear and a job where composure gives a lot of that lift for you, where you're basically, mm -hmm. when I talk about having like a six minute haste, it's because basically they just put the composure on with not, not much else. Uh, if yeah. I expect you to have some element of enhancing. I'm not saying Max, you're set out, I want a nine minute haste or else get the fuck out. I'm saying I expect there to be some <laughs> groundwork laid. Because a nine minute haste is not a maxed out set. <laughs> okay. It's not it's not maxed out. So Fox, would you like to give us the exact number of, of metric seconds that I don't know. I think mine's like around 12, 13 minutes. Okay. So <laughs> like, like it's pretty long. You know, the ladies love it. <laughs> <laughs> Drives over their basketball courts for it. So yeah, I guess. as you do. So yes. 12, 13 minutes, Fox. Something Thank like you that. very much. It's, a lot it's, of times people have end. about a nine-minute haste when I invite them. And that's, but that's nine, good nine enough. Is fine. It's when they yeah. have a bullshit duration of haste. And that in itself isn't bad, but usually that's attached to everything else. Not having sets that, that have X or Y, not performing their job in general. Because when you think about your sets, you're thinking about your job and how you're using it. And you're building your job out. It means you're actively thinking about what you're doing or what you intend to do. When you don't bother making things like that for a fundamental part of the job, besides enfeebling, it's fucking enhancing, then that means you're not thinking about that. And that generally shows in your performance and your ability and how you participate in the group content. So when I take yeah. a statement like, oh, if they don't have a you know, bullshit haste, I don't want them. It's because not that their haste itself is bad. It's that everything else that comes stemming from that is the problem. And it's like almost every time that is the case. There's generally not a knowledgeable person that has that is worth their salt on Red Mage. It runs around like intentionally with with a gimp duration on their haste or something because oh i, I know what i'm doing i just haven't gotten to it yet it's easy. usually only for bad people that is still a good point like it is pretty easy to not fuck it up and that yes. would be a pretty red flag but like being ranked it, too it works it works right and i get that that people are still like trying to build their job and they're trying to experience content while they are building their job and if they are doing their job great um, but I mean, if you're that kind of red mage too, you need to also let your group know that it's like, Hey, I'm not going to be the guy that enfeebles in wave three, right? I'm not going to be the guy that's going to be able to enfeeble jail mobs. Don't, don't um, judge me though. I don't want to be judged. I play this game not to be judged. I can't handle it. I mean, that's all you do in Fallen Sealer is judge people. That's the point. <laughs> me literally or others.
no, just others do. Like that's all they do. We just judge, I guess. Like, that's what that's what people do is to to judge is to be human. If you didn't judge, then then to actually not judge things would would say you're basically a lump of cheese. I guess. Like I don't know. I don't really care about the people who play Eleven anymore. Like <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> hear that um, you people. Fuck you guys. Fuck you people. I guess. Like here here's the thing. Like you're either gonna listen to what I have to say about this, or you're just gonna continue to fail at Red Mage. Like I, it does not matter to me really. But uh, happy days. You know, Fox, I know I'm interrupting again, as I do. There was a comment on the last video I got up as the mental health episode on the uh, YouTube account. I'm still behind, even though I made promises, but I've made some progress. So I've heard I remember seeing something like uh, you release like one of our um, anniversary ones or like one of our um, (laughs) like eight months late. It was like eight months late. Yeah. To the party. This guy's like, wait, what is this bullshit? (laughs) But no, the mental health one. Someone commented, uh, for what it's worth, FWIW, because anytime I see that, I'm like, why is someone saying FWIW? Who, who is this individual? And why am I now instantly ready to think less? It was, yeah. you guys used to be more fun before you got all negative, essentially, was the gist of the thing. And I'm like, hmm. It's like, you guys used I, to have fun. It seems like you don't even enjoy the game anymore. It's like, no, we enjoy the game. We don't enjoy other parts of the game. that guy's probably right. <laughs> you don't enjoy the game anymore. Well, I mean, I enjoy it well enough, right? Like, yeah. I've, I've done the I need to do and i just used to be fun. basically yeah like there's there's nothing really to figure out anymore i mean there's yeah i just play the game play it when i play it now you know and i i do have fun with the game while i am playing it like you should see the band of idiots that i lead like we sit there like all day or all run just try to mpk each other with zevioso in creative ways like that's how you farm now like that, that's that's like the real end game of final fantasy 11 is like how how much can you dick off while still being able to like get maximum farm in Zevioso badminton coming to a court near you Zevioso pickleball it's it's in In our shoal c runs i try to see how many nms i can spawn at once while they're fighting something terrible like just to (laughs) just to see just to see us you know how we handle it you know because there's i just want to watch the little burn like there's other ways to have fun nowadays like um i think what that person's trying to say is like it used to be more fun in the sense of like hey we're trying to we're trying to find this like new fun thing a job can do and stuff and 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 while there are probably new fun things a job can do that you can find out, there like is Red still a limit to these things. Yeah, I guess Red Mage Shield, like don't do that. But <laughs> you know, it's it's the thing. Uh, so yeah, I, I do recall when Master Levels and stuff and Plus Three Gear came out. We were very, very excited and happy. And yeah, there's I mean, a lot of cool job numbers maybe you yeah, can do. It was fun, exciting. Mattering. They ended up not mattering though. Like it's it basically at that point, we're that dude who's like throwing down the cardboard and trying to do a head spin on content when like everyone else is doing a line dance, you know? Um <laughs> no reason to do it. Like everyone else is getting down just fine. Like you're you're just like hammering that in for no reason. Whether you do the head spin or do the hokey pokey, it is still a hoot nanny and everybody's getting their drink on. Yeah. It's yeah. still a shindig, you know. It's the 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 party's still a party. Yeah. A line dance. You know, you got good metaphors. <laughs> so, yes, we're not fun. We used to be the, the cool hip dads. Now we're not the cool hip dads anymore. It's sorry, everyone, that no, we've just, let you down immensely. The disappointed, salty ones. And I mean, a dads. lot of that, a lot of that has to do with like how experience changes too over time. Yes. Because like you, you get experience like jail odyssey, right? And you have to like grind through things that are, well, grindy and random and you know you have to deal with this shit and you have to minimize the randomness and that's the only thing you do for like weeks on end and then like you finally get done with it and there's like nothing at the end of that line 
that finish line, except for, you know, go and PK your group with Zebioso a bunch of times. Um, you know, it, it kind of changes your experience. It changes your outlook on, on like what you want to do with the game. And, you know, there's still ways to have fun and, and find it. But more so what I'm concerned about is all I ever see is people complaining about how they can't do content for X, Y reason that they're trying to blame on other people. And I'm really tired of seeing that. Like, just stop blaming other people for things that you can fix yourself. So here I'm trying to help you fix that when you're a red mage. So yes. Feel free to listen. So, <laughs> yeah. oh, the bromance. It's budding. Yeah. So, so red mage is interesting in what it has, because right now we're not going to be like, oh, you get clear mind at three at level 75. <laughs> but red mage in itself with uh, cap master points, uh, not like exemplar points. It's really cool. It gets yeah, pretty much, cool. if you put a loquacious earring on, which who doesn't have a loquacious earring? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't prepared. I just came with my five minute haste. Uh, then, then you have half of the entire cap while naked mm -hmm. of your fast gas cap. So, oh yeah, it's super easy to cap fast cast. A lot of people don't know what they should do with fast cast though. Uh, when you have that much of it, make a good mid cast. Like, I, I mean, yeah, you should have a great mid cast. Honestly, I see a lot of people try to put like DT in their fast cast sets and it's pre cast. You don't get hit. You balance right. HP with those, and then the sets and stuff. Right. And like a lot of the times these people are using Lua. So like you, you send your precast and your midcast at the same time. So like the, it, you don't get caught in precast unless you're spamming something you shouldn't be spamming. Basically, like stop trying to spam the spell. Just press the spell when it's available. You likely will not get caught in precast ever. You don't need to put DT there. Um, but people like will build their fat, their precast sets in really weird ways. Um, I personally, uh, on Red Mage, I build it for max MP. And I also build it for quick magic because what a lot of people don't realize is that um, red mage interacts with quick magic really well through their traits. So you, you actually you're incentivized to do it because you actually end up with like MP savings. Um, it's it's kind of like a conserve MP for red mage if you proc it. So yeah, it's instant cast and instant recast, but does it actually take away the MP cost too? Yeah, it's part of your jump points. Yeah, oh, people never notice it because it's not part of damage or or anything. Yeah, quick magic effect um, reduce MP. Uh, consumption by two percent ends up being a forty percent savings. Damn, that's a lot and of it's savings. separate from it's separate from like anything else, like you know other conserve MP effects or anything. So Red Mage's gear know. is red, but in fact, it is the Kmart up in this bitch with those savings. Yeah, and I mean, it can only proc like ten percent of the time, but you're already casting really quickly. You know, you have a lot of like freedom in your slots, so it's one of the few jobs where quick magic actually matters. So you should really be trying to gear for quick magic on Red. And it does get some interesting traits, even though it gets lesser traits. Like having magic defense bonus as a trait is nice when you're trying to get in the front line. Having damage limit plus when a job like Blue Mage doesn't even get any is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Being able to get extra magic burst damage, even if you typically don't magic burst, having a trait for that is nice. And the shield mastery is, uh, you know, that's shield mastery. That's that's TP, man. That's uh. Oh, you keep bringing up the shield thing, man. Like, don't do it. <laughs> You but, stop that. But, you, stop try, you stop trying to put that agenda in this show because it's not going to happen. You don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. That's right. I don't I don't care how cool you think your Excal is or, you know, episode like four or something where I said something about an Excal for Paladin. Like, don't try to bring that to Red Mage because it's not going to happen. Paladin's a job <laughs> you can use it on. Uh, you know, that's 
Well, you used to be able to use it better, but like now with master level increases, you don't yeah. really need to use it there either. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> kind of a sad thing because that was cool to have that sword be like that. So yeah. I'm sure there could be some really weird off the wall situation, like maybe an ambuscade or something where you could do that. So having a build for it for one rainy mm-hmm. day, one month of the year, perhaps maybe, maybe one month every two years. Yeah, dude, justify you could... your plus three artifact boots. Fuck, oh yeah, man. Plus three artifact boots. Get that that extra shield skill so that way you can be a little less negative in shield block rate than you were before we're trying to be a little less negative around here fox because people used to think we were fun look if if i don't say these things people will will, will think that it works differently than it does and i, I have know. sometimes i just have to like slap you with it because fox we already know that you slap a thing with it. we've already established yeah. that earlier but I'm i'm putting these pins up so you can knock them down there, I guess. Yeah, this is teamwork makes the dream work, and anything else will be just as tonight. as disjointed as possible. So something that Red Mage before current game, like let's say back in Adelon era, seven plus years ago, that I thought was really cool was when Ranger was more popular, and you would mm-hmm. have a Paladin like for uh, say you're doing Delve Marjami, and you would just take a Red Mage, a Paladin, Ooh. Corsair, and Rangers, maybe a Bard, and you would just mm-hmm. have the Red Mage heal everyone and use uh, Flurry on everyone because Flurry is yeah. really cool. So, like, the fact that Red Mage gets Flurry, because everyone thinks about Haste, but Flurry is also really special. But it's less important now that you have so much gear on Ranger. For yeah, Corsair still needs um, it, though. So, what, what, Flurry, what Flurry lets you do is it lets you move out of your Snapshot and into more Rapid Shot, because uh, yeah. Flurry just gives you, like, 30% Snapshot. Um, and for people who don't know, you have a cap of 70% on Ranger. It doesn't cap the same way um, as, like, you would think fast cast would because fast cast is 80. They only go to 70, and they also have some traits that eat into that as well, and like Corsair handles it differently slightly too. Um, but basically what you're doing is you're looking to get everything combined up to up to 70. When you add 30 of that snapshot as Red Mage, giving you Flurry too, it frees up a lot of room for you to add Rapid Shot, which is basically like range attack quick magic. So And I doubt most people, way. especially using ancient Montenten magic... <laughs> have a proper oh. rapid shot set when they have flurry on it i assume most rangers <laughs> the ancient cursed pre-adeline magic that was the universal anytime you google something you get something built off of motenten <laughs> stuff lua gears yeah, yeah. um so basically if you use lua um precast is it, it treats range attacks like a spell so you can still set up a precast for it like it's it doesn't require like modes or anything <laughs> If if you really want to go down that road, I'm not going to go super deep on it because this isn't necessarily a Lua podcast. But nope. I'm, I'm sure someone Lua. would like that. But I'm, not, well, I'm sure, but no, I'm not not going to. <laughs> so since we're on spells, Fox, I want to talk about that inundation for a second. The thing that could have yeah. been cooler. Yeah, it really it could have. <laughs> it was it was really innovative and very creative for SE to make that, especially when they made it later in the, the game's existence, for sure. Uh, yeah. But because it came out like 99 eye level era, that's not like an old spell. That is a new spell as far as new things in this game go. Yeah, I mean, it came out then, but you get it at much lower level for what it matters. 60, 64, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So for those who don't know what inundation is, it's its own damage bonus. I'm actually going to pull the page up before I continue on because I know that I don't <laughs> need to just say it's a damage bonus that every different person has to have a different weapon skill. But let's see. Every different person, of course, has to have a different weapon skill. So when you have a person in the party, if every different person has a different type weapon, like including pets and and you know someone has a sword, someone has a scythe, someone has a an axe or whatever, every time one of those makes a skill chain with the other person, it gets a damage boost. 
per uh, weapon. Let's see, one point two increase. So that's 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 a pretty big increase if you stack it up. You would twenty percent. Yeah, twenty percent is huge. twenty yeah, percent is huge. <laughs> that's so, a multiplier, and it's especially good <laughs> because I think around this time, which I'm going to be saying, I think here for a second, I think when this came out was around the time when they made skill chain stop resisting because. Back in the yes, day, skill change so. used to resist, and they would just sometimes on mobs do fucking no damage. If it didn't happen at the same time, it would it was like really close to it. It was I yeah, it was probably because of that actually. Just... But I don't want to start making definitives because someone's going to be like actually. Oh, well, you always got the but actually, folks. I mean, someone's going to but actually like my thirteen minute haste I talked about earlier. Yeah, this came it's out twenty fifteen. Like <laughs> yeah, so it's less sure. than ten years old. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and no, inundation is great, and people should actually be paying a lot of attention to inundation right now with the existence of prime weapons because yeah. uh, you get a bunch of people interacting with a bunch of level one properties. Maybe you can squeeze more damage out of it, or how um, powerful those weapon skills can be, and how uh, level one yeah. isn't going to cap, uh, you know, at a 999. Yeah. And having inundation would make a big difference there, hitting 20 40 percent. To yeah, I, a, a lot of people are really afraid of like level one skill chain properties, but because they don't know what they are. Can, you can get a lot of accidentals though, <laughs> just because if it's like, oops, I guess I got a scission. And if that scission has a 20% damage bonus, that sounds great. So, like with all these different prime weapons being able to interact in all these different ways, something like inundation should be on people's radar to make sure it's on like every mob board, you know, you want to kill it. Well, Fox, that's because prime faster. weapons are like a trip down the cereal aisle where it's oops, all skill chains. Yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> oops, all skill chains. I thought that was decent. My wife didn't even care. And she usually, <laughs> she just shrugs. Usually she says, oops, all crunch berries or whatever the fuck. So, whoops, my She's bad. probably throwing her necktie into the ceiling fan as we speak. Yeah, but luckily we don't have a ceiling <laughs> fan. Or, I mean, I have neckties, but. <laughs> hey, where'd you get that? Hey, you get down from there. <laughs> you guys used to be more positive. Yeah. Now you're making fun of the people that listen to you. And they're going to hear this in seven months when it gets uploaded. <laughs> Think about all that time they have to reflect on how today is is the fourteenth of October, year of our Altana twenty twenty three. That's right. So yeah, inundation is nice, and a lot of time either it can't be resisted either, which is cool because it's the one thing RNH has that can't be resisted. Don't quote me. Always lands. Always lands every time, ninety percent of the time. One hundred percent. Fox, why aren't spike spells cooler? Um, because they have like a weird damage calculation that's bad. Yeah, they are. They 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 tried to make them better. Like the red mage relic legs uh, are, are yeah. aimed at like trying to make spikes like a little little more damaging. But yeah, they're just not cool. Do you know blaze spikes um, are the most damaging spikes, Fox? Yeah, I I do know that, and <laughs> that is not an excuse to ever use them. Well, so, you might as well if you have nothing else going on, fucking throw them up. Uh, I actually really like shock spikes. I think shock spikes are. I'm a underplayed. I'm an ice spikes kind of guy, unless pyrolyze is being used. And well, my dad usually on fencer. You're you're a red mage, <laughs> like if, if yes, we're, we're talking about red mage here. <laughs> yes. Like red mage should be dropping paralyzed too, and like when you're geared properly, paralyzed too is insane. Um, it, it has like north of a forty percent proc rate. It's it's really stupid. Um, so yeah, there's like no reason to ice spikes in that situation, right? But um, sh- uh, shock spikes, like there's a lot of things that that you could benefit from, like just a quick stun, like even if it just slows the mobs auto attacks down or something, like it can really help out like an undergeared tank or something. So around even, the time. Sorry. Tank. Yeah. That inundation, I thought you were done again. The inundation yeah, came yeah. out in 2015. That was around the time, if memory serves me correctly, 
then a little onwards where Ryzen Jima was the latest slash last content because ROV's out, the game's over, guys. We're never getting any other content or storylines or gear or anything ever again. And we never did. And we never did. The game's turning off on 360 and PS2. That's it, guys. It was nice knowing you. Too bad we couldn't make it to the 20th anniversary for all the excitement that was offered. <laughs> Man, they could have come out with prime weapons. But when Inundation came out, to my memory, it was when people were doing, basically after the second time they lowered evasion, because people were doing magic burst before they fixed malaise being broken, and then everyone went to melee burning every, the fuck out of everything and, and blowing it up. Uh, people just blew stuff up in Ryzen Jima, and still do. And just basically, Red Mages and Feebles were a waste of a slot because you added HP to the mob and you just bring a DD and kill it. And for most things, not all things, but people would just zerg the mob with uh, Bolster and, and Bard Songs or Corsair or whatever, and it would just, just die. Just fucking die. For most things. And I'm not saying all content, but Red Mage was pretty, like, no one gave a fuck about that. Even though we had Ambuscade and stuff, people just didn't care about Red Mage that much at that time. But now what's cool about the end game we have now is that Red Mages and Feebles are actually good again, slash people low man or people just don't care and take Red Mage to certain ambuscades for sure. Not all of them, but certain ones. And it's really nice to have those really powerful and Feebles because when things don't just melt and they have some sort of durability to them, <coughs> Odyssey, <coughs> then, or even, even, uh, even Sortie, you know, that it's nice to have that ridiculous 40% paralyzed proc or ridiculous slow as a tank and stuff like that or even just normal people it's nice because yeah useful. i mean slow slow used to be such a joke and like now when you have something when you have a mob that auto attacks you with like these this this like bevy of really terrible effects like imagine like kalunga not with slow on and think about the mobs that, that you want to reduce tp to as part of a strategy uh you you want to have that slow on whenever possible and that really yep. matters for reducing the mobs tp game yeah yeah, I think Aminon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, slow on Aminon's big. Yep. Well, all your infeebles on Aminon is huge. But yeah, it's uh, and you want to make sure they're maximum potency too. So you want to make sure you you go through and, and actually like see how your potency matters. Like it's not just throw on a bunch of enfeebling skill and call it a day. Like paralyze you. You want magic accuracy in mind. Whereas like frazzle and distract, that's your. Uh, your skill comes first and then there's a point where like if you put on mind or you can get like plus 10 more depending on like how much the mob uh, plus 10 more of the effect down depending on like the level of the mob and how feasible that could end up being uh basically when you're ml50 though you have a lot of tools available especially if you have all the gear where you probably are meeting the demind requirement on basically every mob in the game so you know and we know everyone's is. earned that fair and square fox yeah probably so you know, you, I'm going to give you a little little uh, lowdown here, Fox, in case you didn't know this. Get ready for sure. these hard-hitting facts. Did you know that Red Mage has an A-plus in Enfeebling, and my cat's looking at bull? Um, yeah, I've been aware of that for a while. Do you know that time. that means they cap without Master Points at ML0 at 460? Uh, yeah. So that, that's an A. Well, Do you know that Red Mage has a D in Evasion, which means that that is a 120... Hi, hi Whitey, just walk across that laptop. It has a 126 less skill. You know, that's that gap right there. Did you know then that their parrying is even lower in E, which is 34 less skill? So we're at like 150. I'm, I'm pretty sure at, at Master, I think it's 476. I don't think that's actually taking into account the um, the merits. But yeah. For, uh, that's actually at Master taking into account. At 99, it's, it's um, 424, 460 with Master. So I'm counting well, Master. At, at, 90, at 99 with merits, though, with the plus 16 from that, it should be like 440. 
I think, but I, I don't know if it's if it's taking into account that. I, that's I've never actually understood that on this gra- on this chart whether it was taking that into account. I'm not actually in game to look at like what I have right now, but nonetheless, so we have D evasion, E parrying, and then we have their shield is an F fox, which is 265 skill at 99, which is pretty much almost when you're mastered 200 less skill than their enfeebling. That is that is quite quite the gap there between shield and enfeebling. So I think we should build for shield. I think that's a strength. It's all about making the most out of what you got. You're very quiet over there, Fox. You you all right? Or have you gone oh, into no. shock? I had to reset my mic. Uh, uh, all right. Yeah, for whatever reason, I was wondering where we were going with that one. So let me tell you a story about my paladin. <laughs> so, so my paladin, my 100% block rate set, um, has about I think it's like 716 shield skill. That's, in order to that's hit that on like every target, three times in the game. higher than red mage. I mean, that's like a 400 skill difference. That's like you could slap a whole nother red mage in there, <laughs> also attempting to block, and he still would not have a high enough block rate for like level 138 content. It's like two hobbits you'd, you'd still be shield up. You'd still be like 100 skill behind with two red mages combined on one shield blocking effort. It's a shield like, I really want to. I really want to illustrate this so people don't try because it's it's not good. Like you can block Cloud of Darkness. <laughs> like, you know, like you can go find yourself like level like ninety nine mobs, and, but you'd you know, be sub ninja for that, fuck. dude. I don't know. I actually historically I haven't been when I help people. I I, I go in there, uh, uh, red mage subrune actually. Oh, yeah. But anyway, like it, it, the game's all about having fun. It's just like if you're gonna block, block something, you might as well know what content you can block, and you're not gonna block anything meaningful with a red mage's shield. I'm sorry. You are you are so deep in a negative block rate that you will never find the light. <laughs> it's like having student loan debt. Yeah, pretty much. I, I can attest to that. <laughs> but so. Red Mage can magic burst and does get tier five spells, which is not too shabby. It's not yeah. a scholar, but it's definitely got some some oomph behind it if it helps. It's kind of like having a geo help. It is really close to a geo, yes. Uh in fact, um Red Mage bursts just fine. Yes, like, it does. You can you can you can cap damage with tier five spells. Like you can cap damage with tier four spells, honestly. Which means if I you're just looking depends. for something to do and you're not doing something, and skill chains are happening <laughs> at a decent rate, you can, as a red mage, do some stuff. I mean, there, theoretically, you have Frassel on the mob, but I mean, if we circle back to like content, you have to know what you're bringing the red mage for. Like, if you're in jail content fighting bosses, chances are you're probably going to be leaning more towards like the healer end of things, and or you know, specific niche weapon damage type end of things there's a few of those fights and, with like water crabs or the uh the yeah the, the lower ones like the tier you are not nuking those the risk no. of <laughs> yes yes tier yeah. threes you can't nuke because they have maybe ridiculous. maybe on go but you're probably not going to be great on i mean honestly. during rake maybe that you might actually do a little bit but as long as you're going after i mean it's just it's a little extra damage and for a lot of people these are these are non-standard parties too and like non-standard parties are really where red mage thrives so that's why i keep bringing them up because like I'm, I'm sure someone will listen to that and be like oh, i don't bring red mage to that and it's like well you probably are doing it right then but you know red red mage typically uh shines in these non-standard parties where you have to like make up a solution that's what it's good at so. it's usually really good too with crowd control lockdown etc <clears throat> it's it's oh yeah and and then it justifies the slot based on how it can change the battlefield and then what it can do for the rest of the people there on top of that as a bonus that's part of the reason i cry when i see red mages go to dynamis not sub black mage 
because like sure you get sleep good but you would get that from some scholar also but like having a really really low recast on stun is so huge it's helpful uh, yeah especially on mobs that have like high like guard and counter rates high block rates um, when you stun a mob they can't that just they can't people. block yeah we, when you stun a mob they can't use their defensive ability basically so i mean they still have evasion but that is whatever but yeah you can actually throw stuns out there to to make sure that shit can land. And so. unlike Red Mage's E-Skill and Parrying, it's E-Skill and Dark is actually manageable because you have magic accuracy. And a shit ton of it, yeah. There's there's nothing uh, that Red Mage ever has to interact with that has to deal with uh, Dark Skill. So um, that is just pure magic accuracy for the job. And, uh, you know, it, it, as long as you got Frazzle, uh, Frazzle 3, a really strong potency set, like it, it does a lot of heavy lifting for a lot of the other spells that you wouldn't think would have the accuracy to do things, but they actually do. Historically, yeah. Red Mage at 75, everyone goes, oh, this job's the greatest of the Red Mage. I want to wear the hat. I'm not going to say anything besides hat. We're not going to give other <laughs> other words to the hat. It is just a hot pants. Hot pants, yeah. You do have those those tights, man. Those are those are some hot tights. But yes, yeah, man, the, the hot the, pants on Red Mage are sweet. The feather in your cap and call it macaroni. The chapeau. It is a chapeau. It is nothing to do with pimping out hoes. Just a chapeau, you know. Yeah, that was everyone loved the seventy-five, and it was you know basically seen as who cares about white mage. I can just have red mage heal the whole alliance, which you know that's kind of funny. But you know, yeah, with, with the lack of of conserve MP and refresh and everything back then, it, it was a big deal, especially the convert. And then yeah, it's because it was a healer with self sustain. Yeah, and, and H and M's, of course, the enfeebles were very big for the whole thing, and fights were longer. The game was slower. But then, as the game sped up with Abyssia and further, Red Mage kind of had those moments where if you were in a low man group, Red Mage was really cool, and it could use CDC for damage because everyone's all the damage you can want in Abyssia, and that's cool. And then Void Watch it had procs and stuff, so everyone wanted that. But then there were times where Red Mage started just falling off for the rest of the game because fights were quick now. People didn't need, they would just kill the mob and move on to the next thing. You didn't need it like you used to. Gameplay was quicker. Red Mage's damage. I like Sticker Shock. Yeah, and the key like, you had wasn't that great at the time for meleeing because well, it still was Red Mage. Well, Slow 2 used to be a huge selling point for Red Mage um, yes. from like 75 era on because like, a lot the of blink tanking. Slower then. Uh, yeah, a lot of blink tanking occurred. And, and then like, once, once the content sped up, which is what you're describing, Slow appeared less useful because people thought that it was garbage. ending. Yeah, because of the fight's ending in so many intervals where the where the monster could do something, and slow wasn't having like as much of an impact on on the content. So like the thing that Red Mage was a superstar for suddenly doesn't look as good. And you know, that 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 shock in, in, in comparison completely overshadowed everything else Red Mage can bring. And it's like, well, if I can if I can put a geo here and a geo is doing all these amazing things at the time, I can definitely see why, you know, Red Mage would go um, go to the back burner for sure. And then when Adeline came out and the fights were suddenly hard against people hadn't gotten the eye level gear for Delve and stuff, Red Mage was great again. And then when people were just burning through Delve, no one wanted Red Mage again <laughs> for most of the stuff. And then Red Mage kind of started falling into this obscurity where you go and do Sinister Rain. Why do you want a Red Mage? Bring your DDs, bring your, you know, Blue Mage to do Mighty Guard before Bard was buffed. Bring two Blue Mages because that Blue Mage is OP. Of course, it never was OP. Everything else just wasn't properly balanced. And, you know, you just say, fuck it, we're going to kill it and we're done with it. We're going to Zerg and go home. And people just didn't care. Red Mage kind of really fell off. But it's nice now that my question I'm building this long diatribe for is, do you think that Red Mage has come into its own as the job and how flexible it is or what it can do and how you imagine a Red Mage in this game should be now? Or was Red Mage's heyday long ago when it never had it back? 
Um, I think Red Mage is fine now. I think Red Mage is fine uh, so now. I, as opposed to what it was I am. I am probably like the most sad. Well, I'm one of the most sad people in the game when it comes to Red Mage because like I, I'm gonna do the obligatory thing where I like, cast Bio and my, for seven hours. No, no, no. Where I established my tenure by saying I was some sort of Red Mage tank and blah 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 during Ancient Adams and yeah, I did those things. They called me Fox Vesta. I was pretty good at it. Okay, so like I did, I did good things with that, and then like. When they took when they took tanking away from Red Mage, like I, I didn't have as much fun with the game anymore around that time because like it was really oh, fun. That's right. You like the right? tanking thing. Yeah, I like to tank as Red Mage. Yeah, because anyone extension, with, sub, with stone skin and, and shadows could I tank. Mean, yeah. By extension, I did solo stuff, right? But it's 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 kind of whatever. Like you you just you just do that stuff at seventy five, and it was like a cool thing where like you try it and you fail. Not everyone succeeded at every solo attempt. Like don't even pretend like you did um shit, shit just suddenly went wrong sometimes um but you know that, that that's all fine and dandy like i stopped playing for a while but like that was a really powerful thing too where suddenly like se just like flipped the switch and turned it off and kind of like the whole contrast was slow suddenly not being as useful now all of a sudden like a little further back in time you know red mage who was still enfeebling things while also being like the man at tanking um you know that that Suddenly stopped. Or just you didn't need cures because you know Blue Mage had stronger cures and other jobs had more cure from their sub job power sure. now. Sure, but like, I mean the the, the way the the reason I'm bringing that up is because it can kind of compare us to like Red Mage now, like where we have a lot of like really impressive gear and like we have a lot of really awesome like sustainability uh, for our characters. Like it feels like everybody is that tanking Red Mage now. Um, so by that. Red Mage doesn't feel like as special, but it still reserves its place in like key content. So like it does matter in Dynamis. It does matter in Aminon. Like Red Mage is is super critical for the fights where it matters. And it's just, you know, a job that helps your party in any other situation where, you know, you can just build a party to conquer the content. You just got to tailor it for that and understand what you're doing. So like, yeah, I, I believe Red Mage is perfectly fine as it is now. It feels like it felt in Final Fantasy One, where like it did cool things, but it like wasn't the best at it, and it, it kind of like rounded out your group. It, it built on the strengths of the rest of your party. So yeah, sure. So yeah, I think Red Mage is the best it is now, as opposed to any time before, because at <laughs> seventy five, it was too prominent in terms of how the yeah, job sure. fits in the stuff. I mean, when I say too prominent, I'm not taking the Horizon revisionist bullshit. Like, oh, Red Mage is OP. Let's not have anything that was ever popular be popular. That was just too mainstream. I'm not taking that uh, contrarian route for no purpose other than to just say, I don't like things people like. So I should put my fedora away? My fedora. Um, okay. Fox, be careful I'll who you tell you have a fedora. Oh, no, I don't have a fucking fedora. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> We're a red hat crowd. So, yeah. but now it's how clutch it can be without being as mandatory. But still, if you played, like, say you're going the Voracious Resurgence as a job. Being Red Mage is a good thing to go do stuff on, especially mm -hmm. something like that. And like you can do stuff on Red Mage, and it just feels pretty good to play this game as a Red Mage. And then in certain endgame content, you just not want it whatsoever because people have a different way of doing stuff that doesn't involve you anymore. But then there's some things that you're just absolutely clutching. So you get this time where it's like, we really need a Red Mage for this. That'd be really great. Or like this month, we really want a Red Mage to do this in this Ambuscade. Because Red Mage, in terms of its enfeebling, got a huge potency later on in, in gear power from Abyssia onwards because, yeah... The enfeebles and stuff weren't as important, so having the job that's the enfeebling enhancing job, it doesn't have, you know, it has some unique enfeebles, but nothing that made it so obligatory. Like, 
when it was the only job that had haste at 75, basically, besides White Mage. That was a big deal because you couldn't get sub-haste. Anyone had haste at sub-haste, and then you had other stuff to fill in the gaps of haste cap. But then Red Mage gets all that power now, so I think it's really nice to have a job that you can go through this game and do whatever on, even though it's not going to break faces in. It can still put out respectable damage as it's supposed to. But then you have this job that's absolutely clutch at times, and then absolutely sometimes you just you don't want to take it, or other times you just can take it because you can take whatever you want. So I think that's a better balance of what this job is supposed to be. And I think it finally, a lot of jobs at 99, eye level, finally got into that balance. Like I think Summoner is better now than ever before. I think Red Mage is better now overall than it was, and stuff like that. Blue Mage. Although Blue Mage is kind of up and down over the years, where it had times where it was more important than it is now. I think Adelum was Blue Mage's best heyday in terms of what it had to offer groups, in terms of what groups had before other jobs got buffed up more. Yeah, my mic just like keeps cutting out. <laughs> oh. Well, there you are. There we go. But I, I, I'm I, done I with that tangent. It. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we, we could we could talk to you about the stuff you already know. Like, you use crocheted mortars for, like, you know, magic damage when it's applicable and stuff like that. And it's an amazing tool. Do you want to talk about weapons, though? Things. I mean, we, we can. Yeah, we're on crochet moors now. So let's talk about crochet moors. The thing that captures the imagination, because 500% is a big number, Fox, but it's really just 5.0. Right. Well, I mean, it, it is a multiplier. It's it's a very large multiplier. Yes, it is very um, large. But when people see a 5, they, they think additive. of a horrible Subway sandwich. They don't think of 500%. It's additive with your composure, so you end up with a main hand hit, that, or a crochet moors hand hit. It's main hand because that's when it's active. Um, of uh, eight times multiplier on your end spells uh, with composure, eight hundred percent. It's 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 huge. Um, it, it's it's very good, but not everything takes magic damage that way. So just kind of keep that in mind. Um, really great for spamming like Sanguine Blade. Um, if you have uh, the ability to offhand Thibron and you know you can do respectable things, uh, you can uh, you can bust out some Seraph Blades that are pretty neat. Uh, Red Lotus Blades that are pretty neat. Um, it's kind of the go-to, like, if you want to solo Shinryu for the rest of natural life, or rest of your natural life to try to get, uh, you know, some gear from him. <laughs> Red Mage is the go-to job for that. Uh, and you'll probably be using Crochet Wars when you do it. Um, it's actually pretty respectable for Savage Blade, too. Just saying. Uh, it's not Nagling, and usually you'll just, you know, gear swap to Nagling when you want to, but it's neat. Um, it gives you a lot of HP, gives you some MP, too. Um, the HP P is a nice buffer. Um, you know, it's it's not a terrible thing to idle in it, even though I personally choose to idle in Daybreak instead for extra magic evasion and a point of refresh. But it's not a terrible thing to idle in it. Um, as far as, like, its other modes, like, I can't see a situation where Red Mage really needs, like, Subtle Blow. Like, it, it's a much less exciting path. <laughs> it is a much, much less exciting path to take on the other ones. Like, you pretty much just get it for Path C. But I can see Hardcore Red Mages that maybe want it. Um, the, the occasionally attacks X times part of it, you know, the, the, the chance of follow-up attack 50 or whatever that is. Uh, no, it's, it's not, it's not actually good because you have temper two. Temper yeah, two that's right. Player. Yeah. That's actually what brings the Mergulai down, um, which is your, your, your Mergulus. Your, your, your mythic weapon. Yeah. Mythic weapon. Yeah. It makes that a lot less good for mainly. It's really good for magic accuracy if you can support it. But nowadays, it's kind of like falling to the the wayside as well because of uh, kind of like the the whole Black Mage and Levitan thing, where like you need to actually use your aftermath properly in order for it to be better than certain options. Yeah, but when and you use Levitan, it's still mode. amazing to have AM three on Black Mage, whereas the AM three for oh, Red yeah. Mage is just pfft. yeah, and that, that's why I'm trying to make that comparison too, yeah. right? So that we we can kind of see what kind of dedication you need to have to use Mergulus properly. You know, a lot of the time, and the reason I'm bringing up in the same breath as Crochet Moore is because Crochet Moore has a very similar magic accuracy 
um, with other upsides that you can actually utilize on the job. You know, it sounds weird for for me, the person who's notorious for saying, oh, please don't plot your sword on Red Mage to be talking about, you know, all these things. But you want to make sure you're maximizing your toolkit. Like there are times when you use this and it is pretty fantastic for everything it does. Like it is one of the better dynamic divergence weapons for sure. Um, but it's yeah, it's captured a ton a of magic imagination more so than I think it should. Maybe it takes on a life of its own. But that, that's what I'm stressing. I was like, just make sure you're using it right. You know, every every tool needs to be used properly. And when you say Sanguine Blade, I think something has to be reminded to people is, yes, you don't want to be the guy that interrupts skill chains for no reason and lowers DPS, which is something that Red Mages do when they get up there with Crocia Moors <laughs> and Sub Ninja or not. And then they start interrupting skill chains and actually lowering the DPS of the group, arguably. Or just but Sanguine Blade won't do that. Yeah, Sanguine Blade doesn't interrupt skill chains. So, so you know, even if it does fucking poo-poo damage, as long as you're interrupting people, unless you know you're in a position to mm -hmm. close a skill chain reasonably, then just that's a good way to make your... And spell sword make a contribution. It's not getting family, in the way of people. Uh, Sanguine Blade actually does pretty decent damage, and it makes you immortal. So, well, that. if you're fighting an undead fa, yeah, not always doing that. Yes, I know. <laughs> Everyone knows. Um, yeah, I mean, there's like a there's a whole arsenal of red mage things. I think when I get on red mage, I carry like somewhere in the ballpark of like twelve weapons and like three shields. Like you need, you have so much equipment on the job. Red Mage is the job of inventory equipment and and eating off all yeah. those spots and making you buy wardrobes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, it was back in the day. It is now. Uh, yeah, so like ultimate weapon wise, that's pretty great. Um, we could talk about Excal. If you're if you're using Excal and Red Mage, like I said earlier, you know you're just using it for fusion. Really, um, there's no MP issues anymore. The thirty tick regen can be neat in some low level content or low level air quotes, but like. Content where you're like low manning things and like maybe you need a little bit more sustain. 30 tick regen is still nothing to laugh at. It's actually pretty neat. Because you get regen um, too. So it's like more than 30 tick when you think about it, right? And that, that's actually yeah. that's actually the right way of looking at it is like you want to stack these favorable favorable effects together, right? But I'm not saying that like you want to make Excal because the plus 60 attack on it is going to make your Savage Blade on an Excal worthwhile. <laughs> like you would just use your damage. Right? your damage is, is still going to be not great. Like you're going to do somewhere in the ballpark of like 18 K to most reasonable mobs. And really all you're doing is you're setting up people to do better savage blades or yourself to do better savage blades or other people to, to interact with your fusion skill chain. Or you're just uh, stacking opener. damage in a fight. If you're yeah, trying to skill chain or something. Uh, yeah, I mean, sure. But, but don't like get lost in, in Xcal too much. I see a lot of people make a relic just so they can like check mark that, that Rima checkbox or whatever. I have it's Rima, like, well, I'm joining I, the L. Yeah, I, I have Rima, I have an Xcal, like because it's the easiest check to make. Like you're not really gonna use that over Nagling, really. Um so don't get like too seduced by that. I can't imagine <laughs> making an Xcal on Red Mage unless I really was just fucking around. I made it for my Red Mage because I really like Red Mage. I did not make it for any other reason. Um, what about paladin? And I, I wasn't a paladin then. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It. So you're talking in the moment. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when when I had actually made it, it's because I had nostalgia for the 75 era and always wanting a, a an X call back then on my red mage, and I made it with no reservation that it was going to be great. Just understand what it does, and within the realm of what that tool does, use it for what it is, or just go have fun with it. I guess, but it's not a serious weapon. Um, uh, I already talked a bit about the mythic. Great magic accuracy. Um, there are no other um, original Rimas for Red Mage you should ever consider. <laughs> uh, well, Sis. Fox, there is the special. There, there are not. 
Just oh, I sword. mean, I, I I guess we can talk about you know the the prime sword, right? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, but there's that other sword. Yeah, so you you could you could get sequins if you really want to, you know, fill out your <laughs> there's, spreadsheet. There's that other sword, Fox. If you really want to fill out your spreadsheet, you can get sequins. There's there that, are worse swords. There, there's that other sword, Fox. Oh, I mean, I'm not. I mean, we could talk about Nagling, sure. <laughs> there's there's the other sword, the Demersal Deegan. No, there's there there's another sword, Fox. Sword am I missing? Can't even think of it. That's that's pretty actually appropriate because you're yeah, not probably. a blue mage. So I'm not a blue mage. What are you talking about, Thibron? No, 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 no. Thibron's everyone knows what it is. It's a TP bonus offhand. No. I already, I already mentioned sequence. No, like, yeah. what's going on? Well, what, what are you missing? Come on, Grandpa. I don't know. Psychopathic sword? <laughs> no, psychopathic sword is actually rather cool and nice. That three, it's very three good, take actually, auto refresh yeah. with DT and fast cast and HP and MP. It is. It's, it's kind of nice. like having a shield. Yeah. Yes, it's better than a shield. It's, actually, it's better than a shield. Yeah, it's pretty good. But there's there's a certain thing that 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 goes. For light skill chains, yeah, yeah, yeah. You talking about daybreak? <laughs> Fucking Christ! Are you, you're doing this on purpose, aren't you? No, I'm not. I'm I'm just old, I guess. So, <laughs> so there's a certain thing you got to go get a bunch of items for and make, and it's uh, supposed to be a special weapon. It's a bunch of items that make. It you got to get weapon. like, let's say, you got to go get like 50 Briarius helms. Talking about the Empyrean weapon? Yeah. Yeah, red mages don't you fucking use that. Get out of here. <laughs> I actually wasn't doing that on purpose. I I just don't associate that with red mage. But it's on the like job. You, you actually caught me. Oh, well, you actually caught me not associating that weapon on purpose. Speaking of things you don't associate yeah, with. Yeah, there are red mages who do cool things. But, speaking yeah. of things you don't associate with, Fox, unless you're farming beads, Mandau. Yeah, you, you could use Mandau, sure. I mean, up until the Prime Dagger came out, it was your best piercing option. Okay. Yeah. For red mage. It still sort of is because no one makes a fucking prime dagger for red mage because nobody well, spends that much time to make that fucking thing. Well, the cute thing about red mage is you get game strength, right? So like the strength mod, <laughs> the, cute, the cute thing. The, the strength mod on Mandau is less bad for red mage than it is for thief. <laughs> Not saying that it's good, <sighs> but it is less bad. So think about that aftermath if <laughs> you put all those detritus into it. Hoo, hoo, hoo. Still That's better great. than Xcat. So powerful. Be the smattering of all sorts of swords that like aren't necessarily remas. Like you want a colada for duration, uh, enhancing duration. Um, you're gonna want like a pukulmatuge for uh, excuse uh, me for skill. Yeah, the pukulmatuge or whatever. Gazuntite that comes from it drops from arc. I, you, like, I know it's from a UNM and it's the yeah. it's the enhancing one. Yeah, if you're really cool, you'll also have the um the the other. Other sword that drops from like Grand Duke's coffer or whatever. I have that that kit, that rapier as well. The occult acumen rapier, the uh, Rusi Florette or whatever. Yeah, Florette? yeah, the Rusi, the Rusi Florette. Yeah, um, because that also has uh, enhancing skill on it. <laughs> so you wow. can get an NQ Fukumatuge, or you can get the Arenzi Florette and be even cooler. So just saying. Wow. Um, same purpose though; they, they all do the same thing, um, but. You you want all these things. There are more swords too. Like you get Demersal Deacon. Like you want to make sure. Why would you want a Demersal Deacon, Fox? Are you a new you red mage? Um, yeah, new red mage, sure. Yeah, they would want it. Do you use Demersal Deacon for anything? I don't personally know. Okay, but there there are some situations where you can use it because it has an added bonus on end spells and stuff. And it has, uh, like, I know decent... it, I, that's why I'm like maybe something, but I didn't want to just shoot it, on it completely. I'm like, mm, but... so the reason you should be shooting on it completely though is that it is an OAT weapon, just like uh, Mergulays. So 
what ends up happening is when you have your uh, your temper two on, it has a lot less value, not no value, but a lot less value than it would have if you didn't have it on. But it doesn't actually ever eclipse the value of having temper two. So it, it's not as cool as like joy use back in the day was. But think about it, like you could it. use that MP draining weapon. I can't remember the name of like the runic the more recent weapon. And you could use that thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But you, know, you need like a whole arsenal of weapons, and that's not counting the shields. Like, it's a good idea to have a Genmei shield, One but two, usually five. you want to you want a sacro shield instead. Just go farm Alexander; it's way good. Um, staves, you want Bunzi's rod. Um, you can use staves. Um, I think there is a new king set where you can use uh, Impaka staff, but generally I use uh, Bunzi's rod. Um, it's it's a lot better with the shield from what where uh, shields do you have besides gem boost the shield from um the ultimate mega fight sacro shield uh theolikiku i use um uh, amorapi shield okay amorapi you have access to there you go and then i also use well not pulling um, the jobs but wasn't sure but i made amorapi shield it would make sense um, i I have shield, the, but... i have the unm shield the the the, the buckler that has plus 10 skill on it too when once you augment it r15 be all the red mage you can be fuck well, how much yeah, how much enhancing is going to be like to build up to? I know that's because temper two doesn't have a cap or whatever is why. That's that's one of the reasons. Um, another one is uh, fuck. Actually, I think that's just for temper two at this point. Yeah, because um, I mean, ten, I have a every ten. You you level. you absolutely hate this piece of gear, but I have a befouled crown for that same reason. Like I really maximized temper two if possible. Fucking it is still hat. the. It's really bad, and it is the best uh, enhancing skill you can get in that uh, in that head slot. Fucking unfortunately. Don't worry, so you next really... anniversary they're going to release some more enhancing gear for Red Mage's head. We'll be fine. Just wait for the next anniversary. Oh. The 30th anniversary. All the uh, the buffs for Temper 2 that you can, then you want to make sure you combine all these things. I would always check the formula on it, too, to see if like you need that enhancing magic. Because as you approach ML50, um, you could be getting like parts of a percentage. Uh, added to that temper two rate that that don't actually contribute to like more out of more multi attack. So just be careful that you're actually hitting the next percent tier, and you're not just like putting something in that slot for funsies because like you could put DT there or something like that instead, so you don't die when someone casts on you. I like how you've gotten pretty good at just shrugging me off and going on. You've learned well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really have. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, bud. <laughs> no problem, man. <laughs> so, uh, let me think. You got yeah, well. Those are like all the weapons for a mage. Unless anything else stands out, it gets a lot of different weapons, unlike other jobs that it actually uses. I know it's a mage job, but it does for a magic job gets a lot of different categories: swords, daggers, staves, clubs, shields. Yeah, and they're all pretty decent. Like red mage having access to uh, those game spells lets you specialize in like basically whatever stat you want. Like I haven't even talked about Uller yet. Yeah, that's right. The and bow. Red mage just gets bow. Which you also yep. haven't talked um, about is Red yeah. Mage on hand to hand. Yeah, there's a reason for that too. So, <laughs> is that kind of like all mace? Are you putting those in the same category, Karen bits and all? No, mace? I, I'm I'm putting in the same category as like shield block rate. You do you get um? There's no reason to use the hand to hand really shield block rate. Yeah, that's pretty. You good. don't you don't need it on Red Mage. You, you like, get Maxentius. So if you need the blunt damage on Red Mage, and there are times yeah. definitely in Odyssey when using Maxentius the club is really a good thing for Red Mage. A mm -hmm. lot of times, if you're using Red Mage for end guy, that'd be a time to bust out Maxentius. Or if you're using it. Big time for um the turtle tier two, fucking can't remember its name without looking it up at this point. I'm getting fucking Alzheimer's. 
Um, too many the things. Uller is particularly important because you can modify the enemy's uh, evasion. So while you have lower skill in a bow, um, you can still use that bow for fusion, and then you can also still use that bow for hotshot, which is really interesting. Because or flaming arrow, I mean, uh, because red mage gets a lot of magic attack gear, so you can actually abuse that hybrid weapon skill. I imagine you would as, still as just use like Jayame if you have it. I mean, what else would red mage really use besides that? Yeah, but but, but you 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 still have traits. You 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 you, you naturally do great magic damage. Inundation like, fox. Inundation. Inundation. Yeah. Yeah, that's like at that bow. Yeah, that's right. You can open with an archery weapon skill, and you can close with Savage Blade to your heart's to your heart's delight. You there you go. Go for it. Reach reach for the stars. Um, if you're using Red Mage on like Arabody, for example, uh, you're like flurrying people. Sure. Um, you can actually use that bow to help reset the other rangers like weapon skills and things, and you can actually like cock block their um their skill chains so they don't accidentally make darkness or reverberation um there's uh there's a lot of utility in there too or reverberation uh, so, yeah, so you mean inundation inundation is what i meant yeah but um well yeah because like they're the fact that they use a reverberation is a problem but um oh yeah because it opens up for it yeah because it opens up for it and then yeah so see but look we know level one's a little bit you're, 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 you're right path. yeah so water dice basically is what you're what you're looking out for, but yeah. On top of that, though, you want the Uller anyway because it's going to be your your best pure magic accuracy piece. So for any enfeebles that don't require um, like a potency increase, where you use Regal Gem, uh, you use Uller instead. So that's kind of uh you know you get one of the two, or I'm sorry, you get both, and then you just make sure you're using it for the appropriate spell. And it's a funny so, sounding name, Uller, <laughs> Ferris Uller, right. <laughs> so those are the weapons yeah i mean there's 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 lots of them i'm not gonna talk about it no we we, we talked about all of them as far as i'm concerned even the fucking demersal dm which you know came up so well, yep. hold on fox i'm a new red mage listening to this podcast and i think the demersal deacon looks cool you already said that it's still a net benefit over temper but it's not as cool because of its interference with temper should i as a brand new red mage who's just dicking around or doesn't have a clue what's going on should i augment my Demersal Deegan, because I don't have an SU-5 yet. Yeah. I don't see a reason why not. Yeah, there you go. There you go, yeah. And then you Definitely. have a mannequin in the word afterwards, because it still looks all right. Yeah. I mean, just know what it's useful for. I, that, that's, that's, that is like the theme to this episode, is like, when it comes to Red Mage, you have to know what you're doing, you have to know what 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 you're going to benefit, you know, the, the party or what, you're, what activity you're trying to do. So yeah, there are situations where you can use Demersal Deegan, sure. It's going to depend on the gear you have. It's going to depend on the evasion of the mob and like how much gear you have to lower that mob's evasion. Um, it's going to have everything to do with like uh, what's what tools you have access to. Do you only have temper one? Um, there's 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 a lot of situations there. Fox, so. I'm a really busy guy who's making deals all day long, trying to close those big negotiations because I got a nice car that's not even leased. And I only have a little bit of time to play between going out and still banging chicks and having a couple kids at home I gotta watch every now and then. Is it all right if I'm not a serious red mage to have the SU-4 sword instead of the SU-5 sword? Yeah, I have it. So basically, I can use that because AFK banging hot chicks. Yeah. That's funny. People thought I had a crochet for a long time. Like, they just never noticed the difference. <laughs> it's a 100% there, there is- difference. 
there there is a significant difference in the damage i, I do want to stress that but like most of the time people aren't paying enough of attention to it and the, the the point that i'm trying to make with that isn't that you know i can fly under the radar it's that it's good enough to do the content so if you can't afford a crochet yet you should absolutely work towards getting one but get a videation sword in the meantime and use that because it's pretty good yep if i wasn't a serious red mage but like the job and wanted to mess around with it i'd pick one up because i don't want to you know i'm a fucking farm anymore i i do have a plus two neck like I, I usually tell people that they can skimp on the plus two neck and just get a plus one neck for a lot of jobs. Like the duelist neck is actually one of the plus two necks that are one of the more important ones. So yeah, you, you should absolutely get that. <laughs> so that will suck. It's going to cost you like 33 mil or something. Um, but yeah, you should absolutely get a duelist it's neck. It's enhancing magic effect and duration, and that's why. And enfeebling duration too. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Enfeebling effect, yeah. They're both enfeebling, enhancing duration and flush effect. And a like effect, which yeah, is the base, <laughs> yeah, the base. Yeah, the base. But the yeah. spell on it's always cool, too. So even if you don't have the plus two yet, the spell's still nice. Yeah. It's kind of like the big... If I had to think of a, the most iconic and big deal piece for a red mage, that neck is probably it. Because being able to spell... Like, it's huge. Oh, it's ridiculous. And that works yeah. with Daybreak, too, right? Yeah, when you're... Um, yes, it does. Uh, you dispel two effects off of everything in front of you. Now that... So, like, when you're a brand new red mage, go get the NQ Duelist neck. Don't even get a plus one. Don't just make sure you get an NQ Duelist neck for dispel only. And then work on upgrading that to a plus one and then immediately to a plus two the moment you can, uh, because that is going to be an actual large increase in, in what you do for your group um, in terms of what you need to buy. So what you're saying don't, is go for the SU4 sword and take the plus two neck. Yes, absolutely. Do not get the crochet first. Like you do not need to do that. I feel like that's um, a choice a lot of people have made in this world, Fox. Well, they probably choose both, you know, at whatever rmtsite.com where they bought their guild from. But... <laughs> Papa's plastic. Because new players don't just simply don't have the guild to buy those things, right? So you you know who you are. Yeah, but, but I, I farm every day, man. I just I just got a lot but of But for those but for those who like do actually have to decide what to get, um, absolutely prioritize that neck. Um between the two and you need to upgrade all of your JSE except for like your relic legs because again the the whole spikes thing we memed about earlier <laughs> not real great they used to be those legs used to be really good for CDC but even now oh for that all maze yep you that, don't use that them sword we can't remember yeah um red mage JSE is very expensive so try to join uh, dynamis runs and try to get uh, drops <laughs> because uh like trying to get the hat the hands um i think the body too and the feet uh, for Relic, very, very, very expensive if you're just going to buy the shards. Um, make sure you upgrade all of your, your Lethargy set, which is um, your Empyrean. Like, the 5 of 5 set is used simply to cast en Enhancing Magic on other people. And then every single piece in that set is useful, even the head. Um, especially at, like, plus 3, where it, it could be, like, a decent accuracy nuking piece. Um, and then your, your Artifact gear, um, all four pieces of it... Um, yeah, the, the head is nice to have because of how it like works with fast cast numbers. Um, the body is a nice uh, enfeebling magic skill plus piece uh, that you can use for for a really long time uh, before needing to replace. It's also like one of the highest magic accuracy pieces in the game until Lothar J Scion came out. Um, and then uh, your that's imperial. Your, your legs. Oh yeah, I know. That's that's what I'm saying though. Is that when the Lothar J Scion came out, the um, the the atrophy body got it, it's not it doesn't have as much magic accuracy uh in most situations um and then uh the the atrophy legs which is the last piece that exists and there are no other pieces 
uh, that's uh, great for all of like your healing magic skill and like your curse set and stuff like that. So. I think this would be an important time to point out. You, we keep talking about magic accuracy this whole episode, and we talk about having enough mm-hmm. or whatever. But the big thing to stress here is that different mobs have different resistance tiers to elements. And say mm-hmm. you're trying to land paralyze on something that's very resistant to paralyze because it has a low tier of uh, ice resistance. So like instead of being 100% like everything a neutral level, it's like 50% or 40%. And it starts going up strictly in how much magic accuracy you need to land that, plus to also have uh, an immunobreak proc otherwise. So magic yeah, accuracy... You on the immunobreak world. Yeah, yeah if, for those two things on Red Maze, you want magic accuracy. So I guess also this would be a decent time since I guess that's it for the gear, right? I, I mean, yeah, I, I just want to stress the pieces that people tend to skip out on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I get that stuff. No, that, that's it. Yeah, okay, like, okay, I wanted I to talk about, about, I want to talk about all the JSE and, and make sure people get the JSE that matters. Like you don't need the artifact boots. They're garbage. Um, you don't need the relic legs. <laughs> they're also now garbage, but they used to not be garbage. So yeah, every other piece is absolutely vital. You, you need, a, you need most of it and it is very expensive. That's the point I wanted to make. So yep, plus three at all. So you want a full magic accuracy set, and then you also want potency set. Um, no, okay, no, so no. that that's the right idea, Frazzle, but you, it ha- you need it on a per spell basis. Yeah, yeah, you 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 really want it on a per spell basis. Like there are groupings of spells as well, and a lot of Lewis have that automatically. But it will really benefit you to make sure you're wearing the right enfeebling set for the right spell. Like there's no reason to use like an immunobreak set if you're casting Frazzle three or set I, the immunobreak legs, the Chironic legs. Um, if you're casting Frazzle 3 because it cannot trigger an immunobreak on its own, it's not one of the original enfeebles that have a resist trait associated with them. Um, so, like, you want to take into account, yeah, um, I want to be able to immunobreak, but at the same time, do I really want to go for duration, though? Because, like, the Lethargy set, uh, I'm trying to, like, group my thoughts properly here. Um, so you have a crossroads, right? It's like, do you want to specialize in a particular spell uh, when you cast it, or do you want to have, like, the longest duration, right? And where this comes up a lot is, like, with sleep. Um, you For some ambuscades, you really want, like, the longest sleep possible, because, like, if you sleep too and you put them into a coma for, like, 10 minutes, it trivializes everything. Um, but at the same time, if you end up with resistant mobs, you can't wear the 5 of 5, or, well, not 5 of 5, but you, you can't wear the lethargy legs in that slot because you need the chironic hose for immunobreak chance because sleep has a resist trait associated with it. So what ends up happening is you have to decide, in this particular event, um, am I going to wear what legs? Because do I need slightly longer duration, or do I need immunobreak chance? Is immunobreak even going to be a factor? Because you don't need to wear those legs if it's not a factor at all. And uh, these are the sort of things that, that you have to look at when it comes to like each of the enfeebles. Because, like, break has the same problem, gravity has the same problem, bind has the same problem. Like, these are all things that are very critical for a red mage to do on the spot when you do them. Like, that is why you're in the party to do it. Uh, especially for a lot of things like Ambu, right? Where you got to do crowd control. So you want to think about these things. Like, you're going to have overlapping pieces of gear, but what do you need your set as a whole to do? And then where the where the, the pieces that you need it to do, uh, I guess, makes is the best way to make sense of that. So... It's a very complicated thing to to try to explain to someone over a podcast. Yes. So <laughs> something I'm trying to look around for, I know that Frazzle 2 has a higher magic accuracy bonus to it. Like how Dispel has like plus 50 magic accuracy to the spell. Stun has like plus 100 to the spell. Oh. Uh, I'm trying to see if Frazzle 3 has a bonus to it. No. 
It doesn't. It okay, does so not. that's the only reason why also besides Frazzle 2 capping out sooner uh, is oh. that there's a it's for I'm trying to I'm trying to see if I could find the actual value for you're, you're on the right, you're on the right track. Yeah, so because like, there's a bonus and accuracy to it innately when you're trying to land a resistance stuff yes. that other you know, besides the stacking a higher potency, when you land that, of course, if it's lower magic evasion, you can use a better potency set instead of accuracy set for the higher potency spell, of course. Yeah. But I'm, I'm saying also so, for stacking other things, there's innate magic accuracy to certain spells that's not there, properly there, listed on BG, and that's my fault. There's a really interesting interaction here. So what he's referring to is where a red mage will land Frazzle 2 first to then overwrite it with Frazzle 3 uh, in situations where Frazzle 3 could get resisted because of how much magic act you need. And they actually wear completely different sets. So what's what's cool about Frazzle 2 is stats-wise, it caps lower. So you don't actually need to wear all of the en enfeebling skill plus and stuff like that that you would wear um, in your Frazzle 3. So you can just go full magic accuracy along with like potency plus, right? Because you have enfeebling potency gear as well. So you stack that all into to Frazzle 2 to make it as accurate as possible with its native, uh, native bonus to magic accuracy as well. You land that on the mob. And then Frazzle 3 becomes a lot nicer to land in its full potency gear because it's not going to have as much magic accuracy as, like, you know, a magic axe set would. Uh, there's usually a discernible difference between the two. So that, that's what you're talking about there. Um, but yeah, Fra Frazzle 2, on top of having its own bonus, actually caps lower, so you don't need as much skill anyway. So if you're wearing that, you're wearing it for no reason. You, you might as well put uh, magic axe and, and potency in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a certain spell to get an actual large magic accuracy boost like that. So, Frazzle yeah, 3. Dispel is one of them. Yeah, Dispel uh, gets one. Stun Dispel, Frazzle. I, I, used to, I used to know the whole list. Frazzle 2 has it, yeah. Frazzle 3 does not. That's the big difference to it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there's a huge difference in the gear set between those spells. And that's what I was talking about, where like, you, sometimes you just have to gear for a specific spell. Like, your Frazzle 2 set needs to be different than your Frazzle 3 set, because your Frazzle 2 set only matters in getting Frazzle 2 on there, so you can get Frazzle 3 on in a greedier set because you're already lowering the magic evasion of the mob a little bit, so you're basically enhancing the accuracy of your Frazzle 3 to land. So, take that into account. And then if you really want to go deep, and you absolutely should, you need a different set for when you use Stymie. How deep, Fox? Well, when you use Stymie, you do not need magic accuracy. So you want duration, and you want potency on almost all, this, on almost all the spells where potency applies. Otherwise, you just want pure duration. So if I ask how many sets do you have on Red Mage... <laughs> a lot <laughs> we'll go with a lot we'll go with a lot i have a lot of rules my lua for red mage is very robust it's very robust um, with with decision making there's, processes there's a lot of girth yeah. to it and and just just like i say with like lewis that have a lot of decision making processes um everyone who's like playing on vanilla can do the exact same thing you just need to make more equip sets so just make sure you understand you're identifying these things that i'm talking about and you're building an equip set for situations where you have stymie active and, and things like that. And you have to make sure you're, you're selecting that one instead of your normal set to, to cast these spells. Um, so just keep that in mind. Like, it's, this is not like, oh, well, he uses Lua. How am I going to do this? You know, don't be that guy. Just just make the equip set and just use your equip set. It's, it'll be fine. You'll be okay. So, yeah. That's all I got for that, really. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so situationally, though, there's, there's a lot of shit that comes into play. <laughs> And even if you don't have all the sets you could possibly have, understanding the concepts and making, you know, your Frazzle 2 and your Frazzle 3, like having those things, you can do that and you'll you'll fly higher than most red mages that you encounter. So don't think that like, oh, a million sets or otherwise, I'm not going to play this job. You can definitely 
have the right sets to make the biggest difference. And then when you bleed the Fox Danger Stone, then yeah, I'm I'm engaging in different content than a new red mage is. Like think yeah. of it that way. Like the, I'm I'm talking about the things you want to build up to, and I'm trying to give you the building blocks to get there. I'm just like trying to say your JSD, make sure you get the right weapons and know when to use them. That sort of thing. I'm just trying to say, oh, while we do encourage being all the red mage that you can be, <laughs> it's uh you know being good is usually good enough, and I think yeah. we've outlined what it is to be good. With you know, I know that's a very uh poor adjective to use. Proficient. Proficient would be the more correct term. What it is to be proficient in the Red Mage. Look, look at every spell. The biggest advice I can give you is look at every spell you cast and understand how it works. This extends to like when you sub White Mage for Kursna uh, or sub Scholar for Kursna. With the healing magic sets, uh, you actually take it off to, people. Yep. With, with healing magic skill plus. You Especially know, stuff a like, big set. It's a simple one. That your potency, whether or not you're going to put like extra conserve MP in that set, or if you want DT, I actually recommend the DT route nowadays because there's a lot of heinous AOE that goes around. Um, know what content you're up against. Uh, you're you're not fighting the same stuff I am, and if you are, hopefully you know what set you should be using. But like this kind of goes out to the reason why people need a red mage guide is like, hey, I'm a newer red mage, or maybe I didn't think of it that way. You know, we don't fight the same things. I'm trying to be very conscious of that. Um, all, this, all the things that I'm listing off to do your job at lower levels. Just work your way there and understand why you're building the set. One really for yeah. that. So the biggest thing you can do is know what your spells are and why you're gearing them. Like, like why, you're, why you're using X gear to gear them. Don't just look at a guide where you're like, okay, I'm going to copy-paste this set over because you don't understand what that guide is actually maximizing and whether or not you have all the pieces for that. If it is. So, if it even is at this point, yeah. Um. <laughs> That can change depending on the content. So change depending on the author. Of the author when when it was written. Yeah, just watch out for these things. It's better just to know how your spell works because it's not as complicated as you think. Um, my favorite is the Silver Sean Red Mage. <laughs> I didn't know there was one. I don't think there is one. Oh. I know okay. that <laughs> I'm just I'm just playing a joke. Yeah, I know he likes his shield. I didn't actually speak about the shield because of that but he likes being I mean, red have fun. yeah have fun with the game you know if you if you want to make a block rate for content just understand what it goes on right <laughs> and understand what content you can actually bring it to with a real result yeah talk that's, about that's, that talk about that serif plate though you can go do all the serif now so i think we covered most of red mage anything we haven't covered like i mean yeah um i completely support going sub ninja oh, um, you oh, just have oh. you just have to understand when to do it that's all <laughs> Wow, yeah, my 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 take on my take on Red Mage Sub Ninja is that Red Mage Sub Ninja is fantastic. It's just most people don't do it right. So that's really all there is to it. And you can be that person thinking that you're doing it right, but you're probably not. Socks, so, how could anyone do it right? Um, by understanding that if you are the person who needs to enfeeble things, you need to enfeeble things. If uh, someone is taking damage and the healers are busy, maybe you should also heal. You know, single target heals are fine. You don't always have to use AOE. If there's a skill um, chain going on, don't interrupt it. Skill chain going on, don't interrupt it. Um, you could still magic burst when you were dual wielding sub ninja. That's thing you never you see him do that. too. Um, nothing stops you from unlocking your weapons and building the appropriate potencies as well, because you can dual wield weapons and actually get a pretty decent magic burst set out of that. <laughs> um, there's a lot of gear where if you use two weapons, it's actually pretty great. Bunzy rod and then like something else in the offhand. Um, I think Red Mage might be one of the jobs that could more uniquely, if out of all mm -hmm. of them, actually use the magic burst bonus of Maxentius 
yeah, don't be afraid to lose your TP. Like sometimes you need to unlock your your offhand and and actually like equip something else though that is more beneficial. Absolutely. I was trying to allude to that when I talked about like all the weapons you can have and like being able to swap in like an offhand that has skill on it, sort of thing. Like don't shortchange your sets by thinking you have to keep your TP. Like if you need to can't cast an enhancing spell, make sure it's the best enhancing spell you can cast. Oh, never mind. That's sure the best towards the forty percent magic burst cap. So that's actually yes, kind of, that's annoying actually. That's fine. It just means you need to to wear less, right? Yeah, but so. that's like usually the gear is is kind of a given for one. It's I, I guess you could wear all the EFOX. You could, you could. Um, I wouldn't, but you could. The the hat I think is where I live on Red Mage as far as that's yeah. The hat's good. Yeah, that's about it. The body's also decent on Red Mage too. I think. Yeah, right. Because you're using it more. So body and head, mm-hmm. but do not use those goddamn feet. <laughs> But yeah, just 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 don't like just because you're in melee, I guess, uh, don't think that you need to stay that way. The more flexible you can be, the better. Um, don't forget, don't be afraid to dump your TP. You don't need to win the parse. You just need to win the activity that you're doing. Um, a I lot think... of times it's actually really effective for red mage to kill statues, but that doesn't mean go up and melee the statues because you think your end spells matter. It's melee something next to it and then hit it with Sanguine Blade until it dies. That's a much more effective way of doing it or hit it with Sanguine Blade and then nuke it with a tier five. Like do it that way. Um, don't. You're saying using a cult acumen set on everyone. No, what I'm saying is you can melee on a mob next to a statue, and kill the statue with sub targeting. Like don't melee the statue, you fucking idiot. I think the biggest problem I see with red mages that are meleeing beyond everything we talked about is they get lost in the activity and they just focus on okay, I got my TPM and weapon skill, I got my TPM and weapon skill, and they just start forgetting other stuff is happening. You you also see situations where like the red mage is sub ninja right, and they're so busy trying to contribute to DPS that like bards are going unsilenced in pulls, and, and there's a lot of dynamic divergent stuff. But it's like the biggest activity where you see red mages fail them. Ambuscades the other way. Like in just like in, in pulls, like you want to make sure that, that that bards and black mages are silenced, and that's because they can sleep get you, and that will slow the DPS of your entire party. It may not necessarily cause a wipe anymore, but if people are asleep, then you have to have everyone. Uh, your healers like redirect their actions, try to try to wake people up, and then if there's that one guy that got slept and he's just too far away, maybe he's still typing ZZZ into his keyboard and all that shit. That all could have been avoided. <laughs> yeah, dude, that that all could have been avoided. Looking ZZ like, top just, over here. Just do your job properly, and that could have been avoided. Been sleeping around you know, this dynamis yeah. town. You know, it's just an example. But instead, they're sitting there like thinking that their Savage Blade is, is what's changing the run. That's not changing the run. Stopping the mobs from stopping you is changing the run. <laughs> so do better. Could I get a cure and wake me now? Got a lot of Savage Blades to do. You know, you, you, you fight you fight wave two Orc NMs and shit. Um, it is still possible for people to die, especially dual wielders um, to <laughs> die. Counter, to, yeah. to Orcish counter stance. Yeah, if you stun them, they survive. They probably survive for the entire length of the mob because that mob is gone. Yeah. Stun. Stun is like the most... Stun is like the best thing in this game no one ever uses because they don't think the sub-black mage is so stupid. But but but, yeah. but I don't get another weapon. Who cares? I think Use single wield. <laughs> I think I've clowned on, on red mage enough for that one weapon. I, I, I get you, man. Like, But th- that's just the thing. I, I like, enjoy people, it, people. People argue with me about Sub Ninja all the time, and and I completely advocate for it, but there's better things to do. They want to be the guy. And you can be without it. (laughs) So, I don't know. It's just too much focus on the result that they think instead of the actual analysis. What what actually matters. Yeah, instead of of 
you know, taking stock. See the forest for the trees. But dude, look at this one tree. It's like a Douglas fir, and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, man. It did like all nines. It's so crazy. Dude, I can make a plank out of this fucking thing. So good. Yep. You wear you wear a lot of hats, and they all have feathers in them. And you should be doing your job properly at all times. Well, the Ia hat is just pointy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a turban. It's not a it's not a chapeau. It's not a whatever the fuck the Empyrean one is. It looks like a fucking I don't know what that is. Yeah. Like a cereal box. I don't even I really hate the look of the lethargy chapeau. The it, it's interesting. I think Taru Taru can kinda pull it off because they have big ass heads. But yeah, I, I didn't want to like talk about every little thing Red Mage can do. I just wanted to talk about the things that mattered. And you know, I'm not going to talk about every spell, every potency, how to calculate magic accuracy, all that stuff. Like, there'll be a wiki for that. Um, it's in the Black Mage. Guy. Be conscious of the things you're doing. Yeah, Red Red Mage. A lot of jobs should never just be copy pasted. Red Mage is definitely one of them because of how complex it is. So. Don't uh, don't sell yourself short by like doing the bare minimum because you can be way better at red mage than you let yourself be. When I said Tarus have a big ass head, is why they can probably pull that hat off. Carrot looked over at me, very quietly, but very sternly and judgingly, with a with a look of disappointment on her face, like a kid who failed a spelling bee. Is she self conscious about her big ass head? Uh, are you self conscious about your big ass head? <laughs> she is ignoring me. Yeah, she's pulling a card from your book. I got you. She gave that's a couple. Probably, that's, that's probably the best. She gave a yeah. couple quick blinks and didn't look back. That's a yes. All right. That's a yes. <laughs> so, did we cover Red Mage Fox? I think we covered it. We Unless, covered it. Enough. I mean, yeah, we covered. I don't think there's anything else really covered. We covered events that you would do on it. I mean, it's not. We're not like. There's uh, not that many like, truly matter nowadays. So. <laughs> Like you can kind of like put any group of people together, and as long as it's like reasonable and clear, most content now. So talked about some big ass fucking heads. Talk about big ass fucking heads and hats that have feathers in them. Sure, man. Call it macaroni. So I'm gonna ask Fox, how are you doing? Um, I've been busy. Uh, I've been busy hurting children. Um, <laughs> in this in this game that is called College Life. Hurting and hurting, hurting, not hurting. Oh, I thought you said you've been hurting out. children. Oh no, I'm not going to jail yet. So, <laughs> what do you put it that way? Yeah, but it, it, it's it's been fine. Um, uh, I have a roommate. Apparently, I got it like I, I got a roommate like a week into the quarter. I didn't think I was actually going to get one, and I, I I don't even know if the guy truly exists. Are you um, saying the potatoes can come back? Oh no, no this this guy like cleans up after himself. It's fine. Oh shit! Like, I, I've there's no frustrations here. He's 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 another ghost basically, like I had last time. That's good. Like we we never we never met. Like I've never even seen the guy. I mean, like he just seems to be fine. So, <laughs> so he cleans up after no... himself. You never hear him. You never see him. You just. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I've left more messes in the sink than he has because sometimes I do the dishes the next day when I just don't give a fuck. But yeah, usually I do them the same day or even before I even eat the meal. But sometimes I'm just too tired and I'm, I just do it. So, um, but yeah, no, it, it's been it's been great. I don't have any any kind of a home life issue. Thing. you know we don't have conspiracy birds outside the window it's oh no moderate. there's no there's no motorcycles revving up no not not currently um i'm back at the place birds. i was at yeah basically i just continued the rent um uh, the contract for the place that i was at before because like i don't live in a dorm i live in a townhouse and uh i was able to to get a sweet raid on it locked in that other people don't have access to so you know maybe the conspiracy birds aren't the worst thing to have out your window you know <laughs> yeah tweet 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 palestine 
let's see other than that um i play i've been playing a lot of final fantasy 14 with my friends um 14 is still an interesting game it's not like i always say it's not nearly as deep as 11 but i have been having a lot of fun with it so did, i do continue did we ever have that, that i was that conversation i think the last podcast we did it was post episode that you mentioned that 14 isn't as bad as you said last time to kind of yeah. kind of like they fixed it they, they fixed a lot of the things that i, I felt was wrong with it so haven't fixed it's, shit for me it's, it's been a lot better so i i've i pretty i've enjoyed a lot of the classes on here um yeah i i'm playing with my friends it's always hilarious what we do because it was a, it was a, like a backdrop it was a backdrop to how you previously talked yeah. shit about 14 and I previously talked shit about private yeah. servers and still do. And that you wanted to yeah. say that, you know, things change and da, da, da. but Oh I, yeah. Yeah. My I, opinions okay of private servers have not necessarily changed at all on the topics I've talked about for sure. Yeah. Basically I had an old opinion that was, that was based off of, of old valid things that I witnessed, but I hadn't witnessed anything that had changed since then. And, you know, part of, part of existing as an adult is understanding that you can be wrong and that your opinion can change and that, um, you know, things around you can change as well. And uh, this is definitely one of those cases. Um, it's, a, it's a pretty fantastic game, honestly. Uh, you just play it for different reasons, though. It's never going to have, like, the gear complexity as, or, like, the depth of mechanics or anything. But um, it does train other muscles. Like, you, you just have to be able to react to things better and, you know, that sort of thing. Also, I play it completely vanilla, and I feel great about playing it completely vanilla. Well, it's designed um, more for that, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean there are there are other third party tools you can run. I think one person hot minute, so I can't make defender. Yeah, but you don't need to, and I think that's the hallmark of a pretty well well designed game is that you don't really need to run extra tools. So it's been it's been great. We learned from eleven. (laughs) We learned from eleven. So yeah, there's that. Um, Fashion is a fantastic end game. I'm just saying, Um, it's all about fashion. Uh, Let's see. Fucking oh, sorry, it's not lock style. It has to be a fucking worse word. Because Lockstyle is pretty fine, actually. I think it's pretty nifty. But Glamour, <laughs> fucking yeah, stupid-ass name. I just call it Fashion. Fashion. Well, Fashion's appropriate. Glamour is glamour's fucking stupid. They got a lot of fashion in this game, man. It's pretty great. Instead of optimizing gear sets, I optimize fashion now. Fox has a passion uh, for fashion. <laughs> Brats. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Mishuka Tensei came to an end. I got, oh, I got yeah, sad. No. We got to wait for that. For the next fucking half of Link. Link click came to an end. I gotta wait for that, and that's gonna take like two. I'm on season one still. I'm like episode seven. It's actually getting better. Oh, I like it. Man, oh dude, it, it gets so fucking crazy. Like the first episode uh, was good. I'm like, oh, this is good. And then the second and third, I'm like, eh, it's okay. I there's guess. a reason. I, there's a reason I don't even want you to watch like the season two opening <laughs> because of how good it is. Like you, you have to experience season one and then watch season two opening and all that shit. Already, like, but, it, but it then it started getting like, a lot better. And I'm like, yeah, I like this now. It's, oh, you know, man. it was dicey. I'm like, I don't know if this is gonna go the way I want. I see why Fox likes it, but I'm not sure if I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about Link Click. Well, well, Carrot thought it's really good. Well, yeah, be, because Carrot has you know the same shit taste I have. Apparently. You have the same shit taste Fox has. Apparently, he says. Shit taste. <laughs> 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 I we all have shit taste. I thought the, I mean I don't have the shittiest taste because I have taste we, for carrots. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, um, I, but those those shows were, were pretty fantastic, and uh, I'm watching uh, Goblin Slayer, uh, the new season of Goblin Slayer now, which is is there um, as much rape in it? Uh, they actually start with a recap of that. Yeah. Oh, that's good to start uh, off with. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad we start off with the rape as a recap, a rape so, cap, so- if you will. So we'll see where it goes. Uh, the show kind of <laughs> fell off for me on on the second core last time, so hopefully it fell off for some of the people we'll after they were raped. Yeah, but I mean, 
it's it's a story, right? You know, that shit happens in life too. It's not okay. a French cheese, it's an event. Yeah, I'm not gonna get rude about it. So <laughs> So yeah, I've got it. Let's see. Show These guys used to be more that. positive until they started talking about rape. It's true. That is absolutely true. But yeah, I don't think I'm watching anything else right now. I think it's just that for the time being. Um, yeah, just doing lots of assignments, trying to get it done. Uh, I think, how about you, man? I think the uh, when you said before that the understanding things can oh. change and holding someone to it. Um, mm-hmm. I will say, again, that my views I've asserted in the private server conversation before are still the same way I feel about it. <laughs> Anyone okay. who's looking for error in classic, you can't put it back in the bottle. It's fucking stupid. And a bunch of this nonsense people playing. If it wasn't free, they wouldn't play. All this stuff is still very true. And I hold all those opinions still. And a lot of stuff is fucking garbage. But uh, I will say that the hallmark of someone being reasonable instead of the thing that they always like. It's, it's like a gotcha for people, Fox. When you think like you've said something. And you've you've revised how you feel because you you've gained more perspective or insight on something, and you've either revised mm-hmm. as you do in a scientific method, or or you know confirmed or revised, and then you've gone back and changed what you thought because you've the things come to light, and you're like, oh well, I know this now, so maybe I should go through the whole method again to decide how I feel about something. But then when you do that, they go, this guy is just a hypocrite, and you know this and that. So for example, the immaturity. Like, I didn't want to marry my ex. And then when my ex found out that I got married, she got very mad and called me a fucking liar and a hypocrite. Because how could you? It's like, well, did you ever think that maybe things change in life and you make different choices? Maybe you're the problem. Yeah, maybe you're the problem. (laughs) They were so mad. But anyway, but that's That's fair. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's always really important when you can identify that you're the problem. Well, yeah, but imagine being with someone else and then getting mad that your ex got married because it's like, what is, why are you mad? Like, they were very mad. But Just let shit go. They were fucking furious. I mean, some of my exes have gotten married. That's what it is. Yeah. But it's weird. It's <laughs> okay. weird when you're not with them and they're furious at you for it. They never want to speak to you again because they're like, okay, we don't really speak anyway, but that's fine. Um, but yeah. but uh, that's just an example just to make it a, a fun, cutesy anecdote. But to a lot of people do that, we're like, uh, oh, this person just flip flop them, but they just they don't actually consider anything that's happened to make you like change like your experiences you've had that have made you change your view and that not everything's set in stone. And just because you've made a, you know, say, say you used to like like Backstreet Boys, if you don't like them in the future, you fucking forever hammered by that. It's like, oh, this guy's changing his mind. He can't be fucking consistent. It's a liar. I guess you have to be a secure enough person to also be able to admit that you're wrong, too. Yes, I think that's a problem too for people. Is they don't want to admit they're it wrong because it's weird. Sometimes. It's it's like a sign of weakness or like whatever. It's just kind of weird. No oh, man, because if you're wrong, you get to learn, right? I know and people that want to admit they're wrong. You, and it fucking you, you me get nuts. when when you're wrong, it's actually a lot better because then you get like more experiences. Like you get to actually you get to actually like learn something that you would have closed yourself off to previously. I'm I'm things. always open to being wrong and not afraid to be wrong, as everyone knows. But I do see people, and I say that they refuse to be wrong. It's because they get like super defensive, like it's a defense mechanism that triggers in them, and they 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 go into they go into well, no, how about everything that you suck at? It's like no, but we're just talking about this. No, you suck. It's like okay, I see someone yeah, can't accept that it. Matter? Yeah, no, oh, the, the, the people will will use anything they can possibly throw at you because they just go into like this uh, this reactionary mode. Start bringing up old shit. Yeah, well, you used to <laughs> like fucking wear diapers. Yeah, cool. you used to yeah, say you used did. to eat mushed Hopefully. food. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> you used to like, like Tony Hawk or something. You should check out that uh, that Nancy Drew novel. I think. Nancy Drew. Yeah, but anyway, I am doing all right. I am, of course, I'm dumb with my sugar tensei. I'm on. Um, I'm watching Link Click as well. 
and Carrot's been wanting to watch Disenchanted with me, which is it's a good time. I think Disenchanted's better than the new Futuramas, but I'm not saying the new Futuramas are bad. I'm not saying they're bad. I could never bring myself to watch that. Some, some reason, parts like... of the new Futuramas are like, mm, but overall, like it's Futurama, I still wouldn't enjoy it enough. But yeah, I think Disenchanted was much better than the newer Futuramas. I won't say necessarily that like I grew out of The Simpsons or anything like that, because it's clearly the wrong terminology. I haven't seen like, it forever. I like I I just they I just stopped episodes. watching The Simpsons. I stopped watching Futurama. I stopped watching Family Guy. Well, for obvious reasons, like Family all Guy those kinds of all those kinds of shows. Well, yeah, but I mean, I just I just lost interest in those sort of like in, in those sort of shows because I just I, I guess I became like a humorless husk. Maybe. <laughs> like I, I look at Disenchanted, I see it on there on Netflix all the time, and I'm just like, I don't want to watch this though. Right I I, there, I enjoy that it's stupid. But that's it's fair. it's stupid in a way that's different from The Simpsons or whatever. I haven't seen them in fucking forever, but I, I think most people have moved on from a lot of those things. I don't know how they're still in the air if they are, but yeah, maybe. I always enjoyed Married with Children more. Not me, man. Like I, I was never really that uh, really like watching Friends. Like this uh, a long time ago. Well, I'm dating myself, man. Come on. Like this is <laughs> this is back in the heyday of Friends, where that was like somewhat socially acceptable to watch. Um. <laughs> like I had an ex to watch Friends and like I would watch it but like I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it ever that's for sure you know, that sort of thing like I, I I just don't think I'm a sitcoms kind of guy and, I'm like, not even either. an animated even an animated form I'm not really much of a sitcoms kind of guy and I think that's kind of the 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 category those tend to fall in for me I think that's all yeah uh, but Jujutsu Kaisen been watching that's been nice oh no I can't get into these shonen shows, man. You are <laughs> like the super big shonen. anti shonen guy, and like I didn't even know I, like, just not, I didn't even know what shonen was until I heard. I, you. I, I tried to watch, watch stuff. Them. I'm like, this is good, and then you're like shonen. I, I, I'm like, what the fuck's that? And I've heard it so many times. Shonen, yeah. Carrots. I'm, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Like I liked watching Demon Slayer for like season one. It's I don't like Demon Slayer. It. I like the animation in it. It's really great. Yes, the animation is good. Yeah. But I also I also don't really like Demon Slayer because I don't have like a strong affinity to go back to it. You know, like I I saw it. Animation was great. Um, The first season had interesting plot points, but it just didn't hook me. You know, Demon Slayer, a less good Inuyasha with more art. That's what happens with like every Shonen show for me is that like I start I start watching it and I can appreciate the things that it is good at. It just never hooks me ever. Like the the plots in them are just never that great. So so. Otherwise, Carrot and I have bewitched the lady at the Italian bakery. Oh, like she she loves us. She fucking loves us. And basically, it's kind of working out where um, we're not getting charged full price anymore. That's for fucking sure. And I ask for things. I find extra stuff in there all the time. And and like it's like suddenly it's I'm just throwing more money in the tip jar because I realize things are like half as much as should cost. I'm like, hey, take all these fucking extra tips. We got like the symbiotic yeah, relationship working out where she's like, I put gas in my car and I'm like, I put tips in jar. You know, I wish I had, you know, nice places like that around here. Like all I have are like chain restaurants and a Safeway. A Safeway. <laughs> or, or I could or I could eat like school cafe food, but I would rather not most of the time. Yeah, we got the Italian bakery next to the Italian owned pizzeria and we got we got it going on. Nice, man. That's that's the, the perks of not living in the West Coast. Or, well, I mean, the West Coast is fine. It's just like when you live in like what's basically a desert, like I do, and there's there's like it's devoid of like all things. <laughs> yeah, I, I got to say, that, actually, it's more just a Northeast kind of thing because it's more dense. Like if you go to fucking South Carolina, fucking forget about it. You're not going to find shit for <laughs> Italian down there. Oh, probably not. No, you're not going to find much down there. That's good. Besides, well, well, no, hold on. Sorry, there are 
there are certain genres of, of food items that are good down there, but it is not white people stuff. And when I say I'm like, like the fucking grits and shrimp and stuff, like fucking Southern white people food is trash. Like, like soul food though. <laughs> soul food's fucking good. But the yes, white people food, I, fucking I grew horrible. up on it. Yes. <laughs> fucking white people. Yeah, <laughs> now we've gotten fully racist here. We? Yes, now that I've gotten in, yeah, there's no we, yes. There we go. Yeah, there's no we to this. <laughs> fucking, why don't you go boil your corn and, and fucking have like boiled collard green? What the fuck does like, they do? Like, they, they ruin food. They just ruin food. These fucking no. bland ass grits. Oh, let me throw some shrimp in this watery grit. Fucking horrible. Dude, there there is nothing wrong with some grits, man. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There's nothing Dude, wrong it's the with bre- it's, the, it's, it's the breakfast cereal I put butter in, man. It's there's, fine. there's nothing wrong with polenta either, <laughs> but there's good polenta and there's bad polenta. There's southern grits and then there's like good southern grits and it's well, just yeah I, I grew up i grew up in southern virginia along the coast like i near the coast so like i uh i i i i grew up on that food so i think of it this all, way all my neighbors let's put it this way all my neighbors would make it <laughs> so think it of it this good. way i'm thinking of of the typical southern family's grits as an ego waffle and i'm thinking of actual yeah. grits that you're thinking of like making your own belgian waffle it's a big difference i mean too. We we also just hate like frozen waffles too, man. Like uh, you, you don't you don't go to a, you don't go to a place and like frozen only waffles. Eat. Yeah, as a kid, I absolutely ate frozen waffles. I'm gonna sure. I'm gonna borrow a meme here for a second. Do it the right way, not the white way. When when I'm like six years old, man, like I don't have like much of a choice. Like they were perfectly fine and delicious <laughs> as for a six year old, man. Well, for a six year old, yeah, that'd be that's some good. Yeah, I, I grew. I grew. You get up the toaster there. strudel going as a six year old. You're happy as hell as an adult. Yeah, exactly. Probably should be having that great. toaster strudel. Yeah, that, that's what I'm talking about. I, I I moved I moved away from Virginia when I was like 13. Man. Ah, <laughs> well, okay. I, I grew up on that stuff, but I I was not an adult. <laughs> I also so, yeah, grew up know. on the uh, horrible foods for you. Yeah. You don't have to eat the lima beans that I've steamed, but you just got to eat the other mixed vegetables out of this frozen bag with the square corn. Oh, no. Fucking. Oh. <laughs> uh. Yeah, we frequently had like like block party barbecues, man, like that that whole thing. Like that doesn't exist out here in the West Coast. And it was so fucking crazy. It was so fucking crazy when like I moved out here for the first time because that just didn't exist. Like you'd be cooking outside on the grill and then suddenly people just be bringing stuff over and everyone be fucking potluck. It was pretty great, yeah. It's like basically just like a block wide uh, potluck, and it happened all the time. So it it's like it's stuff. it's okay to get frozen corn, it's okay to get frozen peas, but like everything else frozen, that like damages the cell structure, like fucking spinach and stuff. And people that buy all those frozen vegetables, you I better don't like be poor. Either, yeah, because what's what I, I always just buy fresh vegetables because they don't. Like when you, when you buy them in like small quantities, they don't they aren't really that expensive. At least not the ones I buy. Well, so. in America, buying in small quantities is usually a advantage item because there's a lot better deals in quantity, and you, it may be cheaper in small, but in, in comparatively to how much you'd get in bulk, it's actually more expensive, of course. But oh, I'll find that with vegetables, man. Growing up, the poor white kid, it was always those frozen vegetables, man. Those fucking. I wasn't until later when I learned the science behind them. Like, oh, so that's why they suck because the cell structure is damaged and the Brussels sprouts are mushy. <laughs> That, that that dollar I spend on each bundle of green onions, man, that's really... <laughs> Dude, I I, the, I got those green onions in, in water, and I just keep cutting them as they sprout more. Like It's that's like true. it's an infinite food trick, man. It's, it's like a hack you see, like, you know, grocery stores hate this one trick. Or I just spend a dollar and get another bag. Well, <laughs> I, mean, I, I just mine. keep getting more of them, and I just, we just cut them and cut them and use them. Fucking love that scallion. Even if someone is, like, broke as fuck, man, it's still fine. So <laughs> it works, whatever. 
So nonetheless, been enjoying the uh, Italian pastries as always. Every weekend now with right. uh, coffee is is Italian pastry day. Okay, that's that's pretty nice. Yeah. All right, yeah. Especially when you're you're paying half price now, you, you just got to suck up to the old ladies. For real, old lady got your interest in mind. I think the thing that makes me the most sad about where I live is that there's like no dedicated like good coffee shop where like they'll make you breakfast too. Like I I used I, I always had that over on the the west coast like the actual coast. There was always like a coffee shop with like a tiny kitchen in it, and they would make you like just some fucking breakfast to go with your coffee, and it was always great. Uh, I never asked questions about it. It was always just good enough, and it was just what I needed in the morning. Like, you nothing can, you can get coffee special. in the Italian bakery too. They they make coffee there, but yeah, that that sort of thing. Like the fact that you have access to that is like fantastic, dude. Because I I can't get that sort of thing around here. But in sure. terms of a place that you'd go for both, that's a coffee bar that actually serves pastries, like the thing that Starbucks pretends to be. Um, I don't go to Starbucks. I don't yeah. know of one around me that's good enough or within walking. Like, there's some like a bagel place that would do that around here. There's some bagel places that do that. But like uh, in other parts of the state, I know of places, but around me, I'm not aware of one. But there are places you walk in and they got like the espresso coffee beans and they make the actual coffee and then you got like really like, like good muffins and stuff or whatever. It's not like shit muffins. It's not like these crusties muffins. Fucking kill yourself. Eat crusties. I don't know. I like the shit that's like privately owned where it looks like they're trying to like. Yeah, that's sell what I'm talking co- about. They're trying to where they're trying to sell you coffee out of what's like basically like a trailer. <laughs> well, I'm not and, talking. I'm not talking like, like street coffee. I'm talking like someone's some, got a little some, bodega. Sometimes those places. Sometimes those places are really good, though, right? So like, I, yes. I look out for a good one, and like I, I always had good ones over on the over on the actual over on the coast. Like they were all over. I'm, like, I'm a big hole in the wall fan. Sense. Don't don't judge a place by its hole in the wall quality. But yes, uh, it's I'm, like there's a difference between gas station sushi and, and what we're talking about oh god <laughs> that's what i think of when i hear about getting dude, I, coffee I out of a trailer <laughs> dude i can't even get sushi here that i don't make myself and like i'm not really that good at making sushi honestly it's really sad it's not that like, hard we, we have a, we have a sushi restaurant well i mean to make quality sushi it is slightly hard but, well yes quality um, sushi yes but yes i can make basic sushi that's for sure you can make better than grocery really... store quality and for how many people fucking buy that on my mind oh absolutely blown. yeah but i mean there's no reason to because like i'll just eat the ingredients separately too like right. i don't need to assemble it into something fancy i would rather just go buy that grocery store <laughs> sushi might even be worse than gas station sushi because they should have better than what they do and it's so bad it is so damn bad with that there's... hard refrigerated oh man what do you, you might as well just there's take no it off and make fried rice over here there's no Korean places over here either. Like I can't get really. I can't get any Korean food I don't make myself. Yeah, you should so. move to Jersey, Fox. We got everything. <laughs> I can yeah, walk man, to this on. fucking at the pastry place. I got to write a letter to my school. Let them know. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't walk anywhere in this country. I could walk to this place. Uh, dear Central Washington, dear Central I regret Washington. to inform you that you do not have any Korean places to eat at. Unfortunately, Therefore, due to your lack of Mongolian stir fry, I will have to be relocated. Mongolian? That is that is not Korean. Uh, so <laughs> I know it's not Korean. I will be relocating to Jersey, where racist people live. <laughs> Dude, racist people live everywhere. Okay, just because I hate white people. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> I don't hate white people. I just anyway. totally don't like most white people. It's the only group I have a problem with. There's no other group uh, I got a problem with. This episode took a weird... My time. wife's looking at me the wrong way. <laughs> I'm not being okay. seriously racist, but I do hold negative views towards white people. Anyway. There you go. It's good to get that out there. <laughs> yeah. So I've... Before I get kicked off the staff for saying shit about white people, that's the one group you can talk about. That's why I'm done. I'm like, ah, they take it. They take it on the chin because they don't care. I mean, they care, of course, but... Like, it's the one group you can make fun of. It's acceptable to make fun of white people. 
They've had it good long enough, Fox. So <laughs> I don't know. I keep asking for people to let me know where my privilege is because I've been missing out on it. <laughs> I would like to know. So, I, hear, I keep here. I keep hearing that I have it. And I just want to know where it is so I can take advantage. You of it. You didn't get your laminated card. No, I mean I never got my card. <laughs> but I, I would love to though. Like at the moment I start using that, man. You know, do I get back benefits too? Like that, that's because being white in all seriousness is a social construct. So it's not an actual thing. It's just a social construct. Sure. It's not like it's not I like there's know, a literal I'm, thing to it. Like under other ethnicities, there's like I am, it's not the same I am thing. Neither, I am neither inclined enough nor wise enough in these things to even really comment on it. I just I just sometimes reflect on things that get said to me and it's just like, do you even know me? You know, <laughs> so that's sort of well, thing. well, think about this way. Um, <laughs> are, uh, are like uh, people didn't consider Irish people white. So are they white? Or are they not white? It's just a social construct. Who Who is actually white and who isn't? So it's not a real thing. It's uh, like all oh, these Italians aren't white. And it's like, unless you mean literally the, the darkest of the Sicilians in the world. I mean, unless you're literally going that route, it's usually just any Italian person that was white was not white. But it's, so it's, it's a social contract who's actually white. That's why. So to, to make it a little more clear about I, why I I'm guarantee not being you, I, I checked the box on every one of those for me. So sure. <laughs> my, my wife's giving me shit. So anyway, I, I have no doubt. And she's probably justified. Yeah, she is. Anyone would be right now. It's not a it's not a real thing. <laughs> so to get off of my half facetious tone. Uh, before I kicked off the staff of the private server for all that rant. He's unhinged! Um, he's unhinged and fully cringed. Uh, I've, on Cat's Eye, I've been working on Dynamis uh, 2.0, because the trailer's out, I can actually announce it now. Uh, for the past, since since June, and now we are halfway through uh, October. So it's mm-hmm. been, it's been like, you know, one week since you looked at me here. It's been a while. And that's finally coming out. It's my first right. uh, big, actually, I'm going to design how content's going to work. I'm going to make up systems. I'm going to design all the drops and all this. And I, I made like over 200 drops. I designed the whole system and how it's going to work. I work with the team to make these these technical implementations coded in a reality. And it's been a very long labor of love of testing and creating things that didn't exist anywhere at all to create something that's based off of the actual retail dynamis that we have now. And I can say that because by the time anyone actually fucking hears it, it doesn't matter. It's going to be Monday when it starts coming out, and they'll understand. So it's not a secret. It's not even a big deal anyway to be like, oh, I mean, it'll be like this. eight months from Monday, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, well, this the podcast goes out on Sky. And, You'll on be working on 3.0. The, uh, yeah, 3.0. The C3PO. So the podcast goes out on schedule always on Monday. It's the YouTube that I, you know. So it'll get there. It'll get there. I'll get more criticism mm-hmm. above FWIW. You used to be more positive and enjoyable. You know, the, the, the really, snarky really sounds like comments. Really sound like that's left a chip on your shoulder, man. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, who, it's like, who are you? I don't know who you are. What does this mean? I don't know. But they, they might actually be onto something. <laughs> they could be onto something. Uh, before this guy was such a racist guy, I stopped. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... Uh, that's coming out. It's really cool. And I showed you the trailer, Fox, and you're like, you weren't that impressed. But other people thought it was good, and I'm like, this this is pretty yeah. well done. It looked like 75 era content, that's for sure. We had no haste. <laughs> we were testing stuff. It was just for testing. Yeah, I, I remember I, I saw that guy auto attack, right? And then I wrote a short story about it, and then when I looked up, he used his second auto attack. <laughs> it, yeah, it had an inciting incident and everything in the story. But it I'll was send, I'll send it, to you sometime. it was very <laughs> exciting to go through that process and, and 
the the working through negotiating with everyone to make it a reality and make everyone happy on board with it in certain mm-hmm. ways and exclude other people because you only need so many people in the room before it becomes chaotic. You only want to have certain mm-hmm. people working on one thing. Designed by committee does not work, I've learned. Learning lessons. Pick your people, mm-hmm. get it done. Don't put everyone on it because then it just makes it bad. Yeah, I agree with that. It's got to have the right people for the right job. Too many people makes it bad. Too many cooks spoil the broth. It's, it's a very true phrase. Yeah, not not everyone's opinions are valid. That's why a special operations team can be more effective than sending in a million people. Yep. But that's really exciting, and I'm, I'm looking forward to that, and that's cool. And nice, man. to be a content designer in that capacity was kind of nifty. So yeah. we get to take all of the concepts that we've learned from Retail Fox and scale them back retroactively and try to put occult acumen on Black Mage. There you go. And then people give you shit for every choice you make. I got a complaint today okay. for Vermilion Cloak because we, we bought Vermilion Cloak with a trial, like an augmented trial, so you can go get a little fast cast in Vermilion Cloak. Nothing special, nothing that disturbs endgame gear because it's an early piece. And people were like, well, why didn't you just do this instead if you really want to help crafters? And I'm just like, what are you fucking talking about? This isn't about this. Is about one piece was like, well, if you want to do it, you're just like, I'm not, I'm not listening to you. I'm not fucking sure. These people like, like people chime up and it's like, it, it's worse than the comments in YouTube. Actually. There's, there's a lot of people whose head canon they think is like the actual canon for all life. Should have bumped that, that sounds like, that sounds like the sort of person right there. Yeah. It's like, it's, well, if you really wanted to help crafters, like, well, I'm glad you arrived at that decision, but that's not what we're going to do it. And now, now me and our discord would say, Shut the fuck up, you're a stupid asshole. But the me there can't talk that way. I have to actually uh, engage in a socially responsible way and and not cause things to blow up or make things worse and want to actually not piss off people like that. It's just more productive for what your operation is. So it's uh, it's always a good way to switch I mean, between. If, if you want, if you want an a, an unbiased third party to just go in there and ban people, I'll do that with <laughs> you. Don't want to just ban them. You know, they do exist there and oh. it will end. So I've uh, learned not to talk as much or just not to appear because when you appear, you make yourself visible as a target. So you just don't show up. Most people that work on those things have learned Healthy. that you just don't present yourself. It's also why when people complain about how SE doesn't do, like they don't talk to us to tell us what they're doing, which is one of the big complaints you hear from people. If you oh, also why? go on the official forums, you see them fucking bashing and fucking destroying SE. Like, they're the worst people. They don't care. They're horrible. But it's like, why would you want to even present yourself? Because all it is going to be is an unproductive fucking shit fest. So that's why people don't exist and present themselves because of the way people are. Dude, sometimes I make a sandwich and drop it on the floor and then get really upset and direct it at SE. <laughs> sandwich. Because I, no, I have no other outlet in my life. Sometimes I drop the grits on the floor and I go, well, but at least I didn't drop food. Yeah, I mean, is it before or after you put the butter in it? Before. Oh. Yeah, well, I mean, it's probably still good. <laughs> you know what I like doing? I did tonight. I like making shells with peas. It's like the little peas get in the shells, and it's fucking delicious. Yeah, I mean, I have some, I have some peas. I just that I keep meaning to use, and I just never find that I want to put it in. In shells, you gotta get the shells, make them al dente, throw them back in. I just never buy shells. Get the Parmigiano Reggiano going over top of it. Get the little. Little lemon juice and everything. You gotta go. You gotta go. You gotta go full big. You're doing this. Get the herbs, yeah. and you get some delicious box shells. Because all pasta comes in bag or box. Unless you I make shells, and I would never make a shell. I make I make spaghetti or something or fettuccine. I never make a fucking shell though. Fuck that. Yeah, I'm good. I'll just I'll just buy it out of the box. It's all good. I'll make gnocchi, not make shells. Some pasta. I look at. It, I'm like, how the fuck would I even make that? How are you gonna make some 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 menagot there? You, you have the tube. 
Like, what are you going to do? Like, how am I, how am I making a tube of pasta? How am I making this? How do people make go tubes find, of pasta with a home? Go find place? like a really old Italian guy that owns a restaurant. <laughs> Sir, how do you make your, uh, your manicotti? Yeah, how do you, how do you make this shell, man? Let's <laughs> <Just, like>, ask <laughs> him. What are they? Maybe, maybe he, he really wants to talk to you too. He'll be like, yeah, yeah, here, I'll show you. It could be a bambino. <laughs> But he like gets a stone from the street and like puts the pasta on a stone to try. <laughs> just get a bunch Dude, of stones. Maybe. Just remember to take the stone out. Yeah, yeah once it dries, <laughs> take the stone out and then throw it in the water. There you go. I've always wondered how certain shapes are made. And then so they're going to pull out some fancy machine, like a fucking espresso maker. It's got like a million damn knobs and steam coming out of it. I wonder if anyone's still listening to this. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, think, I think we're done. <laughs> Yeah. You know, Fox, I didn't check emails, actually. Let's let's see. It's been a little bit. Let's see if we got any emails from those people that like to write into us. I'm sure we might get one over this. But until then, let's see if we got any any callers out there. Besides the mind's eye right now. I'm coming up with no. <laughs> besides the people that leave the comments in the YouTube. I think I left a pork bun in the fridge. A pork bun? Dinner. Yeah. Get some pork on bow. Pork bow. So I, too, like saying bun in different ways. That's right. Pork bun. Pork nope, look at that. We, we do not have email, Fox. We stopped getting emails. This is my surprise. I, have, I don't get to hear anything more about how meat is good or my wife is hot. Oh, that's okay. You'll, you'll get a YouTube comment about it. <laughs> It'll be eight months from now, though, so you'll have plenty of time to like get ready for it. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to sleep every night thinking about my response to keep there me up go. at night. Yeah, just keep a journal by the bed, man. You don't lose track of those ideas. I got a password journal. I got to speak into it before it opens. Oh. Yeah, apparently, Carrot had one and she was an only child. Oh. <laughs> Your dad. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure it wouldn't stop an adult. It's just a plastic <laughs> clip. <laughs> Daddy, why is my thing all jigged open? Why is there like a screwdriver laying on the ground? Anyway, thank you, Fox, for your time. And we're going mm. to respect the listener's time because that's over. And we're going to end this. Yeah. All right. Well, later, guys. <laughs>